0: What's up, Maximus? Dude, you you need some sun.
1: What? I've been in the sun a lot. I just don't get get tanned.
0: You look like you belong on the set of Interview for Vampire, Eclipse, or one of those, because you are so (laughs) pale. You would think there's... And I can see there's sun. I assume that's sun outside of that window
1: right there. Yeah. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of sun. I've been at the track. Yeah, every day I get sun.
0: You must be using some super industrial things, uh... Uh, sunscreen because you are like pale as a ghost.
1: I I haven't used recently, but usually when I use, I use the fifty, the, the kids bottle.
0: You're talking to a guy who doesn't use any type of yeah. sun protection whatsoever. Hat. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you did yeah. some racing this that's, weekend. That's we- the privilege if you have. <laughs> I have more <laughs> melanin in my skin, so yeah. yeah, and I'm used to the sun. So, mind you, I do. Uh, sometimes, if like I'm gonna go and it's really hot, I will use some sunscreen because it gets kind of hot. Yeah. But uh, it's not been too hot. It's been raining. we had some crazy weather. And it's been raining. It's been crazy. But we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about RC. We got a lot to talk about. We got some news. We got ten scale nets coming up. Yeah, we had wicked weekend. We didn't even talk about because we didn't have the no coverage. But we're gonna talk about that a little bit. We did talk about it a little bit. We got a world coming up very shortly. We got a lot to talk about. So you know what? Let's drop that intro and let's get cracking. Nature is the glory, but Ebony pays the bills. Welcome to the No Name RC Podcast.
2: Get ready for some serious bench racing, but be warned, we speak our
0: minds, express our thoughts, and sometimes things can get a little rowdy. Hate, and he just was influenced by the hate coming from the left, hate coming from the right. And Let's get back to more club racing and less of this money grabbing book racing. Cargs not to be say, arrogant when you always right. Yeah. See what I mean? That's exactly why people call you <laughs> arrogant,
2: Max. You may not agree with everything we say, but it's definitely worth a listen. And
0: our pick, can you stop whatever you're doing? Join your host, Leslie the Great, with co-hosts and guests as they get <laughs> together to chat our series. Hey, after that race that I watched this morning, I have to talk about There Here we go. 100 bucks right here. $100 drill. Oh no! <laughs> I like it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Nitrous to glory, but e-buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 202 of the No Name RC podcast. I'm your host, kino White, a.k.a. Left of the Great. Joining me <clears throat> to my virtual left ma- You're really Your mic's really loud. You got to check your sound settings there. You gotta, I hear a lot of white noise coming through your mic, Max.
1: Oh, that's because I have the fan on me. Oh, yeah, it's, it. uh,
0: it's probably like... 72 degrees in Sweden, in Finland, and he's probably sweltering. You <laughs> can't have the fan on while we do this. We have to suffer. I have to turn on the fan. But anyway, welcome, Max, yeah. to the No Name RC Podcast. It's been a while. You've been on a little bit of a hiatus. You did join us for uh, our pre-200 show, I believe. I think it was. But you're yeah. back in full effect. You're back in RC mode. We're going to talk about all of that. Welcome back, arrogant one.
1: Yeah. I'm back, finally. Yeah, you... talk about RC. I don't know what I'm supposed to say here.
0: <laughs> well, you've been doing a lot of RC, and we're going to talk about that yeah. in a little catch-up. Yeah. But before we do that, uh, we need to say some thank yous and some and shout out to some of the sponsors. So I want to, before I go any further, I'd like to say shout out to all of the NNRC squad around the world. We're going to the world. I couldn't have done that without you guys. Thank you for all the support. It's been an awesome year. I'm 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 got some more announcements to come up here eventually too. Uh, But thank you guys for everything that you do We can't do without you Thank you to the patrons of the podcast You will get early release of this podcast Thank you for that Uh, If you guys wish to be a patron, you can The link is in the written description of the podcast That patron money also helps me travel So I greatly appreciate that Excuse me Also, shout out to the awesome sponsors of the podcast Remember everybody Showing the sponsors some love Shows the podcast some love and If you guys can, check the written description We have links we have coupon codes, all this type of stuff, all in the written description of this podcast. i like to say shout out to Invisible Speed, which seems to be getting very strong right now. TZO 200 Tires, I was talking to Nick and everything. They're coming on board to help me go to the Worlds. Happy about that. TNR Fuel, shout out to Chris Nelson and his guys. I wonder if Chris is going to be at the Worlds. RC for helping me also to get to the Worlds. Thank you to them. RC is another company that's helped me. Shout out to Brent. I got an announcement about that as well coming up soon. Shout out to all the Mayako guys. It was good to see all the English guys. It's good to see Mayako starting to thrive in different places. Max is all, you know, Mayako out <laughs> full. I do like their shirts. They're very comfortable.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I do use them to travel because they're very comfortable. They're very light. I like them. Uh, and so it's my travel shirt now. Uh, also, shout out to Techno RC for all their, all their support and continued support. We're going to talk about them because they're not sending their whole team to, to the world's uh, shout out to my boy Scooter at Papa Willie's Traction Tonic. You can find all your traction needs. We also have a 10% coupon code that you can use to save some money. To my boy G-Off, G-Spec. I was just talking to him today. G-Spec RC2. Nice. branched out into lubricants as well as tools. Let's so go check out G-Spec RC2. uh lefty 10 to save 10%. Sun Padal USA. I was talking to Hefty the other day. We Was talking about the 10-scale nationals that are coming up. We have we're gonna do some giveaways. We have some more batteries to give away here shortly. Not this podcast, but coming up later on this year. They get a Sun Padau USA, your place for one-stop spot for all of your Sun Padau racing batteries. Racecraft USA, check out them and true form of their new <clears throat> world t-shirt uh, that they have done. Really like just a world-specific t-shirt, it's pretty cool. It's like RC/slash skateboarding. Uh, Chase is known for that type of stuff. Obviously, to RCGP, it's been announced it's going to be at Badlands. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit because I had some people asking why not her and why not there. So we're going to address that later on. Shout-out to RCGP and all their support. House of RC, RC3 Raceway in Alabama. And shout-out to uh, David Renevald, Alexander Herberg, Jared Tebow, and Robert Badier. We're going to have Robert Badier come on next week as well to talk about uh, Redavon. Hopefully, Brian Balder will be on as well. He's going to talk about the track. I've been talking to him. So thank you to all those guys. Thank you to all those sponsors. If you remember, everybody, show them some love. It helps us out. We need it. And thank you. Also, I just want to shout out to my guest this week, Mark Moon. It was a good chat with him of the Loganville RC Complex. Uh, we, We chatted for about 45 minutes about Loganville, his race that he has coming up, the Georgia's Peach State Classic, which will be held at the Raybon Arena in Georgia, September 16th to 18th. Uh, I think prices are $75. It's a wicked weekend style uh arena. It's open on his sides, it's got a roof, so you're guaranteed a race. He's gonna have a it looks like it's he's gonna do do some good things. Uh we had a chat with him, so thank you to Mark Moon and his time. I got to know him a little bit better. Uh you that's our guest this week. You'll hear from him on the Techno RC main interview. But yeah, Max, uh, thank you to all those people we can't do without you. And uh yeah, Max, a little catch-up. So you're back into the full RC swing. You're working at the hobby shop. You're out testing no, every no, week. Not, so-
1: actually, not actually working. So I'm full, full-time RC now.
0: Oh, so you are working. Yeah,
1: Just full-time, full-time RC, marketing.
0: living the dream. So yeah. but Peko and Yuna work for the hobby factory still, right? Uh, no, not,
1: they have a regular job. Actually, Yuna doesn't have a job at the moment. Okay, but Pecco has a regular job, so they. What don't does work
0: Pecco do reg- regular? I, might, I thought he worked at the hobby shop as a regular job.
1: No, he doesn't work there. He works. He works as a driver, driving full full scale car parts, <laughs> uh, sort of a parts delivery guy. For
0: oh, okay, so he's a delivery man. Yeah. All right. Uh, I did get to meet Pecco. He he was. I think I've come to the conclusion that JQ and him are very finished, and you are the abnormal one because you like no. to talk a lot, and Peko doesn't. But it was funny Absolutely. because yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that you know, sense I'm not. I'm. I do talk a lot, so that's very unfinished of me. But yes, uh, Joseph is. He's sort of uh, the way he does things, and the way he is. He is not as finished
0: as others. I will say this: Peko is impressive, very impressive young man, very talented, very talented. He was right,
1: yeah, hundred percent, yeah.
0: To see him do what he done with that car, and then also what was good was JQ was smiling the entire time. So I think he was able to. When you
1: when you're watching Peko drive, you can't do anything but smile because it's it's, sometimes it's crazy, sometimes it's crazy good, and uh, yeah. And he's yeah. still a very smart driver. He doesn't he doesn't have that sort of uh um crazy setting. Some even top drivers have like when they go a bit over the edge and they they can't get themselves to calm down. Whereas Pekon rarely ever does that. He drives aggressively, but in his head he's very calm. So mm. that's the opposite of a lot of drivers.
0: I don't see him getting frustrated too. I'm like, how's the car? It's okay. Yeah
1: yeah that was my joke he's always he's always fine with things and he accepts things how they are he can be frustrated after the race but he won't sort of get he he won't give up uh during a race so that's a very strong sort of uh
0: yeah they pay it off on sat on sunday exactly yeah and
1: yeah exactly that's a very good uh very good side of it of that thing and he's also like even if he crashes he doesn't start to overdrive like almost everyone does it but he does it very little considering that he already drives very aggressively so some Mm -hmm. drivers who drive aggressively go even more aggressive after they crash whereas he calms it down and then uh, builds up again and he's very good at that i think
0: yeah i would agree there i would agree there uh tell us a little bit so jq i was listening he did a meeting on the mayako mpc the other day and it was him and david they were talking about the swedish nationals i have a cool video from that i'm going to show um yeah i just this is a chicane at that track that i just love like i could i could see yeah, me just yeah. loving that part of the track early uh you've been at the track you did go to the Finnish nationals this weekend. You did beat Peko, but Peko yeah. was driving the AE car. He he did have a wing come off, so that was yeah. a little bit. But tell us a little bit about this. I heard you're like also making your own bodies or something like that, and, yeah. you, and you're geeking yeah. out with the Truggy development, the Mayako Truggy development as well. So you're um, like in full yeah. RC so mode right now.
1: Not so much Truggy, but prototype parts for. Uh, our current car and body shells and and testing all the stuff and also just in general getting ready for the world um, yes but yeah um yeah pretty much now i think i got a set but set up figured out the car feels always good like no matter where the track is you put it on the ground and it feels good it's quite crazy actually
0: that's good
1: um yeah.
0: What are you liking about it compared to, say, your AE? Because it took you some time to get used to your AE, uh, and also probably to the older, which everybody will compare it to the JQ Black Edition. Yeah. Real quick.
1: So yeah. So my sort of now, when I've had enough time with all three cars to find a comfortable setup, uh, I can comfortably say this car is is the most easiest of the three it's the most uh sort of predictable car of the three and I'd even go as far as saying it's the most predictable car I've ever driven which is quite a big thing to say uh because I I mean I've tried a Kyosho before and I've tried a Mugen and I know how these cars feel like when they're right in the setup window uh and uh yeah this car when it's no matter how rough the track is it still feels good it's, it's good it's uh, good it's, it's quite it's quite like uh something high uh i was surprised uh surprised about even myself even though i knew how the car essentially works and what joseph uh was uh what joseph was uh thinking of when he was designing it but i was surprised of how good it actually is when you That's get it tough. set up yeah, For now, though, it's just about finding more speed. I'm already fast enough to match Yona and Vecco and then make less mistakes because the car is much easier. But I want to find even more speed going into the world, getting okay. the car to be Well, You got a couple more weeks same. to practice. Yeah, and that's, that that's go? a good thing now because I feel the car is good enough where I can perform at my own level. If I mm-hmm. just drive at my own level. But if I improve it now. Everything is just a bonus. Like if the car is even better. Then that's a bonus for me. But right now I'm most worried about my driving. I haven't driven a lot. Uh, this summer. Uh, I even missed one finish race. so Only driven three races this year. So that's that's one thing. I'm a bit worried about. But I think I've been fine. Uh, even that. Okay. I don't think that's going to It's going
0: to be competitive, yeah. man. That's all you need. Yeah, it, that's the thing. It's like, going to be competitive. so competitive.
1: So many fast guys. Like, even from the UK, there's skidmos Clancy's, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, Boots, who's at the top, and and uh, even Lee Martin. Uh, that's one country. Then Italy, Spain, both have, like, five guys Portugal. There. That's going to be <laughs> really fast. Portugal has two, three guys. You're going to be... There, oh well, Koyle has the three guys who are going to be there, uh, at yep. the top. So, like, it's even for me, I think I, on a perfect day, I, I could have a, sh- a shot at a semi at the world. I think that's but... re-
0: I think that's a realistic goal. I think it's Hampus's yeah. realistic goal, too. Yeah, he's really in good form right now. Yeah. And that's that's because people you got to understand, like, to make that semi is, is not going to be easy yeah that's
1: the thing like i don't expect i don't expect to make the semis and i I'd be happy to even make the quarters to be honest right but but the thing is that on a perfect day I think I can make the semi mm-hmm. so I, I keep that as a goal and and uh, that's sort of where I start. Qualifying okay. in the quarters and bumping the semis—that would be. Yeah, would people may be like, cool.
0: "Oh, well, you're setting the bar low." I, I think you just don't understand the, the level yeah, would, of competition yeah. and talent that's going to be like, on display at this race.
1: Like, imagine this: like, you can go watch the top twenty-five and pick your favorite American drivers from there and say these guys are surely these guys could make the world main, and then pick all the rest of the world and say, uh, "Surely these guys could make the world's main." And then you have twenty-five guys who all could make the world. Amen. And thirteen of them can't actually make it. So, yeah, like because there's only
0: thirteen
1: yeah. that go through. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. So twelve of them, but uh, yeah. It's, it's no matter good, it's how good. good you are, unless you are like a runner for RO, like top top three of the world,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like. Below that, you're gonna have to fight for getting the moment.
0: Yeah, I would agree there. So I've been making my plans for the world. I'm I'm going with Greg Degani. And I thought that making plans with Joseph was difficult, but making plans with Degani has been extra difficult. So it's like everything he goes is like, I want to stay at the hotel that everybody's staying at. I'm like, Well, Greg, most people are doing Airbnbs. Then he goes on his rant about how Airbnbs have ruined travel racing because manufacturers are too cheap to get hotels. And the good thing about the worlds was when we used to go to the worlds, everybody would stay at the same hotel and everybody would hang out, have breakfast in the morning and everybody would hang out in the afternoon. And Airbnbs have ruined all of that. And he goes, you find a hotel with breakfast. We have to have breakfast. So I'm like, Greg, you're going to be booking this. You find it. I might not even come. I'm like, you have your ticket. This is the threat. He has his. T- he's like, I might not even come. I said, well, if you don't come, you owe JQ a thousand dollars. Because you the bet was, you know, you know, you're gonna bet him a thousand dollars. Oh, that's right. Then he finally books the hotel. He finds a nice hotel. It has breakfast. It's about twenty five miles away. Um, and he finally he's gonna rent the car. And he's like, why don't we go with the cheaper cars? I was like, because the cheaper cars I want you to put a two thousand dollar deposit on. Stick with Hertz. like that's American. Stick with that. So we're all sorted on that side. Him and I are rooming. He's, he, he acts like he's not excited, but he's excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm just yeah. like, Ugh. it's like I'm having two kids here. So finally everything's booked. And then obviously what happened to me was I broke my laptop here the other day. So if you guys can see, I'm using like a monitor. My laptop still works, but the screen cracked because I was like an idiot. I put a USB there and then I went to close it and then crack so I then, had to, I then had to take, go to the podcast coffers and then get another, I need a laptop for, for Spain, right? So I have to get a new laptop sent to, G, to Greg Degani so he can bring it to me in Spain. Because to get it her in time, I wouldn't get it her in time and it will cost me about $300 more in duties and all that stuff, right? So then he tells me, I never carry any carry-on stuff. I'm like, what? So you don't carry any type of bag or fanny pack? Nothing. Nope. I just carry my passport, my wallet, and that's it. I don't want nothing to carry on around me. And he goes, if you want me to bring you a laptop, you make sure you get me a bag. And I was like, okay, I'll get a bag for it. And he goes, I don't want a knapsack. I want a shoulder bag. I said, oh, you want a sack then? <laughs> this is the type <laughs> of stuff that I have to do, like, to go to the world to get him. So he's just going to be, and I'm like, look. So you're just going to travel to Spain with your passport, a satchel, and a laptop and everything in your check bag. Yep, that's how I'm doing it. So it should be a very interesting world. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. This is my first world. This is a bucket list. This is a dream. Going to this track, going to this. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm done. I'm I'm just excited. I'm going to be around you. I'm going to be around everybody. Traveling with Greg is going to be interesting. It's going to be funny. You know how that goes. Anyway, you know what, Max? We need to go into some RC news, and we need some. We have some rumors to talk about, and we have yeah. questions. So we got a lot to talk about today, and we have a guest. So with that said, I'm gonna drop this Invisible Speed because that's one of our principal sponsors. So if you're listening to this, you're gonna hear noise. This is the Invisible Speed uh, ad. Maybe if you haven't, if you ain't watching us on YouTube, you should watch us on YouTube. Two. Thank you to Invisible Speed. Those who watch that, it's not 20% off. That's the Euros commercial. Joseph needs to make a new commercial with some actual words so we can have a better commercial. But check out InvisibleSteed.net. It's growing. It's, uh, it's moving into its next phase next year, hopefully, as well, which will be physical stuff. So exciting times there at, at Invisible Speed. Also, the RC News is brought to you by Hitech RCD, who is a leader in RC systems the highest, dev- delivering the highest performance and reliability supported by a dedicated customer service personnel with their high technology uh, standards. Tech also has the 938, the 9381TH servers, which are efficient for your 8-scale needs. I have some again in my Miyako. Efficient brushless motors, titanium gears, low consumption, constant output, and in am case, okay, so they also regenerate power back into your battery upon braking. Tech also has the new DB series of brushless servers high-performance, low-profiles, the DB778WPs. I see a lot of people using them in their 10-scale programs, on and off for it, a lot smaller, a lot uh, lower-profile, providing you, the, you know, the quality that you need. Manufactured using their high-technology industrial servo innovation because high-tech has a lot of industrial stuff as well. Don't forget the RDX2 Pro Charger, which I have right here, which I am thoroughly enjoying. I haven't done any RC for a while, but you can charge up two 4-cell packs, or more with this at a time. I'm actually getting some more leads made from G-Spec to get, you know, to have all of this done. You know, look all coordinated. And uh, Trust in High Tech, your servo and charger headquarters. You can visit them at hightechrcdcom slash where to buy for your nearest retailer. All right, Max, first up in the news. Uh, so Badlands, it's, I knew this was happening. The Beach RC is going to have the last RCGP race. I'm actually excited about this. I'm happy. I, I like Badlands. I'm happy to go back there. Mono Beach is a nice area to go through. We're going to get a lot of good deals. You got a lot of good deals in hotels this time of the year as well. In that area, like waterfront, beachfront hotels. Uh, yeah, good stuff. I knew this was going to kind of happen. I know that Thunder Alley was probably on the other. They were going to do that Thunder Alley. But I don't think Thunder Alley could have done it. I think they, it would have been like a race, RCGP race. And I think that's what messed it up. So I n- think that was the original goal To have it there I know people say, well, you just have a West Coast one And blah, blah, blah But I'll be honest with you I don't even think I think with the way things are I don't even think you would get the entrance in SoCal You know, at this point uh, A lot of few little politics things going on there That I kind of think that would affect it And, you know, well, also that Beach is a big supporter. They have this track. A lot of people like this track. The South, I also wanted to like have a chance, another chance at this, not myself, but I wanted RCGP to have another chance at the Southeast to show them like this is what we really do. And it's going to be good. I was talking to David this morning. They're going to do RC2. RCGP loves RC2. Uh, they're, you know, they haven't really switched tire. They're going to use. They're still up in the air about that. And I think you guys, if you want to come, check it out. Uh, It's going to be a good race. I'm actually staying in the Carolinas. So I'll go back up to North Carolina, spend a couple of days up there. And then I'm coming back down to do the Masters of Dirt race, his 10-scale race. So I'm going to do my thing there. I believe he's going to have somebody covering it. I don't know who yet. I'm not going to say who, but I'll work along with them. And yeah, it's going to be a good time. And uh, yeah, that's probably going to cap off my year of travel, I think, unless something else happens, which I'm working on, but I don't know if that's going to happen. So looking forward to that. I'm happy about that. I know a lot of people want to know Mascos, but maybe next year. I know one guy sent me a message like, why can't we have it at Thornhill? I was like, dude, I'd love to go to Thornhill. It's a beautiful track. It has everything that we need, that RCGP needs. But I do know, like a couple of years ago when Ishwood kind approached him, he said no. So Maybe that's something that needs to be revisited because I think Ishawood's serious about RCGP season three. So I would love to see like Thornhill on there. So good stuff to them. Max, we have the 10 scale Dart Nats this weekend. That's SDRC. I wrote a little write up on this. I think this is going to be the Fen Cav and Fen Cav show. Uh, Maybe Rifkin will get in there a little bit. It'd be interesting to see what Brock Champlin does, meaning as he doesn't have a track anymore in Vegas. And this is Dart. Um, also, I think this is a time for Maddie G, Davy Bada to shine because it's kind of like the home track, you know. SDRC, so it'd be yeah. interesting to see what they do. I'm gonna be watching it. Uh, also, in more the stock. It's you know I know you don't really care about this, but it's gonna be hotly contended. Brendan Shim, a lot of fast stock guys. Um, so yeah, it's gonna. What be. about
1: Tom? Uh, Tom Bren- from Air One.
0: Tom from R1, I have him as my dark horse. Like, I think if anybody that can just win this, I'll be from Beneath, everybody, it's him. So I need yeah. to get Tom from R1 on this podcast. He asked, we've talked about it, but we need to get him on. I like Tom, nice guy, nice young man. Like, kind of reminds me of Tom Cruise for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but... Uh, well,
1: his name is Tom, so... Yes,
0: but he just has, like, you know, that Tom Cruise type of look. So it's going to be interesting to see. I am very interested to see two things. Will, so I think Rifkin's like kind of not worried about Rifkin too much and more focused on Brock, like that, that beef there. And yeah. Mayfield and Tasman.
1: Anywhere they show up, we need to keep a yeah. cap on them. But I don't think Mayfield's going to be fast i don't either he could surprise us all and be
0: extremely fast but i don't think think, his heart's
1: in it i think tesman will be on the podium for sure i think he's i would not argue with that i would not argue with that um but i'd say then fend is the only secure one cav is probably one of my first picks as well but yeah i don't brock brock won't be that fast it's it's slippery dirt, So I don't think it'll be that good for
0: him, Pisco. Then we have Aiden Horn, CFT. I mean it's time for these guys to kind of you know, it's a lot going on. I think it's gonna be a very, very interesting silly season. Uh we'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, it's gonna be on. I believe live RC will be covering, or maybe Olsen, Matt will be there. Uh they should have coverage. uh yeah, let's see. I let's see. I, I, I know this is a, a sore subject for people, but I think this is uh, you know, the dark side of 10 scale is going to come Not come to an end, but it's going to be few and far between Because carpet nature is just too popular It's getting too popular They have to earn nationals yeah. for it In a matter of years Where
1: was the carpet nationals?
0: At Northwest uh, Hobbies Up in uh, Washington, Oregon One of those two It's basically a series, oh, an Sears An old Sears Roblox store Rock one wheel drive he did. He did. He, I think he won like the overall if you count it because he finished like second and first. Okay. So, but Fan won two wheel drive and and of course, you know we know that two wheel drive is the more coveted prize. I would say in ten. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh switching over to Euros. We're going to talk about Euros real quick. Patrick Schweinser wins the 2002 Austrian Eight Scale nit- Nitro Buggy Jumps. Now. The reason I'm talking about this is because this dude also won the fifth scale race at this fifth scale Euros at this race, four wheel drive and, and two wheel drive, but he also beat like Barkan. Like I see Barkan went to this race.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, Barkan
1: went and Volanka and uh, yeah, fast drivers were there and he beat them.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, is it just a matter of that he's really just used to the the fairing track or? Yeah, I don't, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I don't I
0: have enough uh, though. And also, the guy Greiner, Dominic Grainer wins the IC track race. I watched that this past weekend, or was it yeah. last weekend? He kind of, people kind of saying that he pulled a very aggressive move, while Nick was saying it on it to to pass. Yeah, I think
1: the move was okay. It wasn't clean, but it was not enough to give a penalty. Peach was on the outside, and, and uh, was it Peach, right? It was one of them
0: guys. It was. I don't know
1: the yellow car. He was on the outside and he went wide. And um, yeah, he should have just lifted when Dominic was uh, pushing. This is his second
0: Euros, right? This guy Dominic. He's from Germany,
1: I believe. Uh, Yeah, he's from Germany, but he won the one tenth. Is this
0: the? this recent one tenth. Is this this the maximum bullshit guy? Yeah that's him. Oh, i love him maximum bullshit yeah. maximum bullshit um yeah it was good i enjoyed this class formula one of rc i watched it uh rc racing yeah. tv done a good job i think nick really enjoys this type of racing too you can hear it in his announcement so congratulations to dominic Rainer and uh all that also uh speaking of afra uh the they stripped the two i think it was top two Drivers from the 10 scale touring car? No,
1: it was first and third, I think.
0: Okay, so this is the spec class or stock class?
1: Yeah, stock class.
0: So they kind of had so many, too many wines on their motors, but like this is almost two months after the race, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so what they, I think what they do is they take the motors to inspection after the race and then they inspect it and then they see if there's something different to the stock. And if there is, they are obviously disqualified. So both really? of these drivers were X-ray drivers. Uh, first and third. Um, mm, first and third, yeah. So Now that is qualified. So the other driver uh, had uh, aluminum screws in the motor, which is so silly because it doesn't affect anything. It's just a bit lighter, which is not even needed. So that was just a dumb mistake. But the other one had uh, uh a sensor that was not the right size from all uh, locations so that had been changed or modified or something but it wasn't the mm. right size uh, that the stock should be so both of those guys uh, were disqualified
0: no shit Wow yeah. that's crazy um, more more negative news for x ray in the news. I don't know if they even occur anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're probably right. Like, I don't know why they do this. And then apparently, these two, the second and third positions will now be vacant because they didn't tech the other or, or whatever. I believe they didn't, or it's too late where they can't tech the cars. Yeah, or...
1: yeah. so they tech only the top three. Okay, yeah.
0: So, but, yeah, I mean, at least they're being sticklers to the rules, in that sense. Yeah. yeah. So, it was kind of weird, though, to be stripped of your title like two months later, almost or a month and a half later.
1: But yeah, but I mean, they probably knew, but they just didn't think they would get caught. <laughs> so I, I, don't I, I know. kind of
0: like I, the internet lit up a little bit, and people, you know, a lot of people. Whenever anything like this, if X ray happens, I just, I'm just like. <laughs> I, what yeah. can you say? Like, I mean, I don't think It, it happens, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. anyway um, I see Hooks is moved to Florida Tyler Hooks is moved to Florida Taking up his role at JC Just like I, th- I think he is I think, like, JC, they don't really believe in team manager But he looks like he's kind of filling in What Paul Wynn was doing Going to races I think He's jumped right into Florida R.C., He's wasn't
1: Thunderfooks
0: to... announced as uh, A-Main? No, he's what J Concepts, dude. <laughs> what?
1: He I is some... started... Oh, yeah,
0: ProTec. ProTec with A-Main. Yeah, ProTec. Yeah, 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 So he'll be using their stuff. And he's off to LCRC for the Mugen Challenge. It's all mugen out. Wow. That was a quick turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, good for him. I guess this is the next step of his career.
1: Yeah, basically, he's, do, he's running everything that Mayfield's running. So, he's going to be Mayfield's social media guy.
0: Probably as well. Yeah. It sounds like it yeah. as well. But I mean, they, we all have to find uh, niches. I think he'll fill in as a good, like Paul probably doesn't want to travel to all those races anymore, like J Concepts yeah. would have. So, good stuff for him. I'm okay. glad to see that. Um, all right. We're going to wrap this up. Swedish Nets. I know this is not a big race, uh, but David won it. I have a lap of this track. I just think you guys need to watch this chicane and enjoy this real quick. So if you can't, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see this. If you're, Max, I don't know what that noise is, but I'm going to mute you. Um, it's probably going to be a little loud. We're going to do one lap. a nice track max yeah i've been there once that chicane is like oh i would just i don't care if i messed up on the entire track if i just hit that chicane perfectly every time that is like the best thing on that track for me i really liked it um i think that's runner fox 22nd 21st swedish national title like yeah that's a good weekend uh this jq was there you know embracing his role of race engineer he made this post on Instagram that got everybody asking me questions, as well. Um, I still don't know what it. You say it's just him officially retiring, uh, yeah. But I think he's still gonna find a way to be a, a race RC cars as a hobbyist somehow. Yeah, somewhere.
1: I mean he's definitely gonna race the worlds. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about
0: that. I think uh, he really enjoyed his time in Sweden. They had like a barbecue. Uh, all yeah. this type of stuff. We're going to talk about ROI on drivers. It's one of our questions. So I bring up all of this because I know Ranafout looked like went out of pocket and did all of this. And he, he's done a really good thing. It was a one, two, three Mayaka. It was seven Mayaka cars in the final. Like That's what happens when you get Ranafout going. Like, you know what I mean? What's yeah. in work? He puts in work. But uh, yeah, for those who were asking about uh Beaker's Instagram post, it was very like, I mean, the first thing I ask is like, so are you retiring or not? Like, what does this post mean? (sighs) A lot of people thought he's like retiring from everything. But no, I think, I think JQ is realizing, hey, I can get the same, same type of enjoyment as people doing well with my cars and my setup advice. And to be honest, like JQ's future isn't, it's design and invisible speed and all that type of stuff, in my opinion. So that's my thoughts on that, Maxie. Uh, That's all the news I have for today for that one. Uh, we're going to go into some rumors. Or do we want to? Do we save the rumors for last? I think we might save the rumors for last. Yeah, let's save them for last. Because we're probably going to get involved in them. Uh, let's save the rumors for last. Let's go on to the Techno RC main interview with Mark Moon. That's about 45 minutes. We talk about Loganville, uh, his race that's coming up. So let's listen to that. Max, we're going to come back. We're going to do some Beach RC questions. And we're going to go into the rumors and stuff like that. All right? Yep.
2: Techno RC. Techno RC. Techno RC is a premium manufacturer specializing in 8th and 10th scale high performance off road RC buggies and trucks. Visit www.technoRC.com for a complete catalog of their products. Techno RC. Excellence in engineering. Hashtag Techno Takeover.
0: Thank you to TechnoRC for their continued support. Uh, we greatly appreciate them. You can check out technorc.com where you can get all of your techno products. Uh, I'm really enjoying my tech. I still have to finish my techno build down there. But uh, we really, greatly thank them for all their continued support. And hopefully it continues into 2023. What's going on, everybody? Uh, if you guys haven't been following Facebook a little bit, uh, there's a new indoor race coming to town in the southeast. Uh, the gentleman that's putting it on is to my virtual... Right, left, whatever. I, still, I, f- I forgot what that is. But he's uh, a stalwart in the southeast community there in Georgia. He's a track owner, an avid racer. Uh, I've seen him at many races. I've never really talked to him. So i will get to know him for the first time. I'd like to welcome Mr. Mark Moon from uh, Loganville RC Clump Complex. Correct. Thank you for having me. What's going on, Mark? Uh, I've heard your name many times throughout the years mostly in i'm not gonna lie in 40 plus like you always do about in 40 plus i know you're from the south i know you're the owner of loganville but i don't know too much about you so tell us a little bit about yourself where you come from where you and where you race how you started racing uh well
2: you know i was about nine years old um my dad was living in florida actually down there uh racing at uh coral springs and mills pond i think they were really heavy in the mills pond um my, you know, mother and dad split up at a young age. So he was in Florida. I stayed up here in Georgia with my mom, but as I went down to visit him, he got me a RC car. Uh, is actually a, uh, uh, it was a, uh, a little truck. I can't even remember the name brand of it. It was, I think to made it. Mm-hmm. He took me out to the track and, uh, I got to run down there at uh, Coral Springs and, uh, I just loved it. I had a little knack for getting the car around the track, you know, and, uh, And then later on, I I came back home to my home where my hometown is here in Georgia. So the Sugar Bowl uh, Mm -hmm. is definitely my home track here uh, located in Sugar Hill, Georgia. Uh, It's not currently open anymore. But back in the 90s, it was the it was the big thing to be at. It was uh, right here in Georgia. So I got an associated two wheel drive buggy. I love electric. Uh, Tent scale has always been my, you know, my heart. Uh, I run eight scale now because it's predominant here. But uh, I really love two-wheel drive uh, buggy, and uh, had a little uh, team associated. It just had come out with the black pan edition at the time. Uh, Kenwald, you know, had that you know edition come out with the with the black pan and the and all that. So that was that was where I started and uh, been been racing ever since then. So, um, of course, took a break when I got a little older. I bought a house, came back, and then uh, yeah. That's
0: where we're at. So, all right. So you mentioned some iconic tracks there. Mills Pond been in this, pretty much the same location for since the eighties, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coral Springs, another iconic track. The Sugar Bowl. I was. I remember. I had a friend. His name Irvin Romain. He used to go to school in Atlanta, and he used to always talk about the Sugar Bowl and bring us some crappy videos that he would take on other. We didn't have anything like this in Bermuda, so that name definitely rings a bell. I remember him racing gas truck. There are a lot. Oh yeah. Um and then I think even further on, if if we go further, when I started really taking eight scale hardcore, we went to our first big race, which was um Nitro Fest in two thousand and four in Charlotte at Lance Norks' house. Yeah. And Scott Stall won that race. And he was from Georgia. And I just remember like I didn't know who he was. There was like Chad Bradley, Steve Dunn, like this is the days when Dean Saxton and all these guys were fast. They are all running jamming, like the jamming team had just started. And he beat all those guys. Oh, yeah. And Bobby Moore was in the main as well. And um, Scott Stoll. It was so cool. Like, this was my first intro- introduction to Southeast racing. But most of it's been in the Carolinas and in Florida. So I I know a few guys in Alabama and, and Georgia I don't know too much about Georgia racing besides, you know, I know that you have quite a few tracks there. You have, I think, um, your track, you have, what's the other one called? Um, You got the Barn. It's called Barn. The Barn, yes. Um, The other track up in Savannah that Drew runs, that's Uh, Georgia, right? Phil Hurd. Yeah, that's a
2: historic uh, track down there. It's Phil Hurd Race. That's where um, I think Adam Drake kind of got his... uh, Yes, and um there's one more
0: Augustaville I think
2: is that in so Georgia had, as well. We had Augusta RC Supercross it yes. just just had shut down I think some guys took it back over and reopened it. So really? it as far as I know it's up and running again so yeah we have Augusta Barnesville, Phil Hurd, Loganville and uh we used to have a track called Dalton uh it's mm-hmm. no longer going but uh um yeah I mean it's uh, the, the 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 tracks here are uh, Uh, there's not very, very many left here, but the ones that are going are, are are pretty good. So what about 10 scale? Where do guys race 10 scale now in Georgia? That's why I swapped over to eight scale uh, because of that. Uh, You know, there's the hobby uh, hobby town uh, in Columbus, Mm -hmm. which is a pretty good drive for me. I had to go through Atlanta, a lot of traffic to get there, but the guys that live around that bottom edge of the perimeter Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, where they can get over to Columbus real quick. That's a phenomenal indoor track. So, really? Oh, Is yeah. Is it clay? It's clay and it's high bite. So, okay. yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty big. They have redone it. I uh, haven't been back since they used to have an oval on one side and then the off road on the other. Now they've kind of got it all to where it's one big track and then they've incorporated an oval in the middle of this layout and they just move a few pipes. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, it's pretty good dirt in there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mm. lie.
0: I like it. So, you, you guys are also a part of the southeast, which it's no shortage of tracks between South Carolina, North Carolina, mm. uh, Georgia, and then up northern Florida, and then I would say as far as Central Florida. So it's a very big RC community. And Virginia, uh, it's a very big RC community. Lots of tracks. I, I I think we counted at one point within the southeast. I think within three hours of Charlotte, we counted twenty something tracks. Mm -hmm. So this was a couple of years ago. I know it's not that much now. So it's a big racing community, very hard to, I think probably one of the hardest things to do in the Southeast is plan a race because of the the wet weather that you get. And when there's a good weekend, it's like everybody is scrambling to race somewhere in the Southeast. So it must be very difficult to do that.
2: It is. Uh, We get a lot of messages from the racers. Why are you racing on top of this guy? Why is this guy racing on top of that guy? Well, there's only so many Saturdays Mm -hmm. in the year and uh, everybody has obviously rent and bills to pay to keep these tracks open. We definitely try to work together Mm -hmm. the best we can. But sometimes there's just no physical way to stay off of one another due to, you know, I mean, you got to account in these holidays, too, that people yes. don't understand. Just people going back to school, graduation weekends, uh, vacation, you know, that people are planning on, on these, especially in the summer. You get these pop up afternoon thunderstorms. And I mean, you have to get it in when you can. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you get one of these pop up sh- uh, thunderstorms in the afternoon, you could get two to three inches in 30 minutes and it'll just wipe you out. So.
0: Yes. I am very it it is it is not as easy as people think in the South East. It's good weather, but it's very difficult with the with the rain. Uh in my experience, like going to Fall Brawl, it's been like rained out every time I've been there, or it's been rain uh unfortunately, and it's a great race. It's just very difficult. Uh all right, so let's talk but also I wanted to mention something too. Georgia has produced some fast races currently right now. Co Ogden oh, wow, is, yeah. is fast, and I have to give Jackson Brunson, like I'm so shocked at how good he's he is now. Like he's definitely he went from a guy that you oh, know, he can make mains for do where he's like making these mains and fighting up for a top five almost now. Really impressive to see.
2: Yeah. I want to back up just a minute. Uh first of all, you remember you had spoke about a man named Scott uh was it Scott Stahls? Yes, is that the right? Yeah. Uh he he was definitely fast. Um uh, do you remember a guy named Ryan Lopez? Is that right? Yes. yes. He was from Loganville, Georgia. So that's mm-hmm. where the track is. And, uh, you know, he, he now lives out in Texas. Um, I still talk to him and now back to Jackson Brunson, uh, down at, uh, there's an indoor track. Uh, don't know exactly how many years ago that it has been closed now, but, uh, it's called hot shots. Okay. Indoor track in Marietta. And the first time I ever met Jackson Brunson was at Hot Shots. He was a little bitty kid, had a short course truck. Uh, that was back when I was about 32, <laughs> 45 now. <laughs> and, uh, boy, he just thought the world of, of, of how, you know, I, I, I used to, to be pretty decent at ten scale. So, right. uh, uh, And it just made my day. The little kid come up and just wanted to get to know me. And and now can't touch him. He's, he's, he's fast. And, uh, he's, he's
0: doing really well yeah he is.
2: I, i'm proud of him i told him just you know just uh you might be beating me but just, just be humble people's looking <laughs> up to you now so uh, yeah I'm, I'm glad to be able to meet him and and i'm glad he's doing good and he's going to the worlds actually and i want to say good luck to you jackson at the world
0: yeah i'll see him there i think uh i, I think he's gonna be a wild card and that it's gonna be interesting to see it's gonna the world is gonna be very interesting ryan lopez i remember do you remember Chris Cruz? That don't ring
2: that that don't ring a bell too much to me.
0: Um, I think he was from Virginia. He was an X-ray driver. He was really good in that area. Yeah. He used to race like a lot. Like this is him, Daniel Iakov, Bobby Moore, Glenn Harrison. These this is the guys that I kind of uh was racing or knew from the southeast back in the I used to come. In, I was in North Carolina back in like two thousand and four, two thousand and five. Oh, yeah. So I know a lot of people from back in the day. And then, of course Georgia and all that stuff. There's been a lot of
2: Been a lot of fast racers come out of the out of this area. Some of them don't race anymore, like Griffin Hannah was one mm-hmm. of them. Uh I'm trying to think Chandler. I can't think of his last uh, name. Setson, uh
0: yeah, I know who you're talking about.
2: Chandler. He uh been a lot of fast racers out of out of the the Carolinas have a lot of fast racers. Yeah. You got Evan Vale. You got uh you know you got uh these kids now are just amazing fast. Like you know, you got little Kay Burnett running fast now. Oh, uh, he's from
0: it. Georgia. He's doing really yeah. well. I was super impressed with him at uh, his dad and him at RCG. I had to give him a hug. He was so upset at RCGP because <laughs> he didn't win. And I was like, dude, you, you you killed it all weekend. He was fast. Yeah, he, he was, was very passionate. He was very passionate. Yeah. Very. It's good to see. Um, that's good to see as well. The youth coming up. We need them. We need them. And um, it's it's all right for us old farts to be in her. But we need we need to uplift those young guys and, and show and put them on a the pedestal as well bring it to let's talk about Loganville so impressive facility how long has it been around how long have you been in charge of it uh, and tell us a little bit about that so
2: um, I don't know the full history on Loganville but I do know a guy named uh, I think his name was Chris, uh, Chris uh, started it and then it when I found the place it was um, um, it was being ran by uh, Charles Young and Joe, and uh, they they had it for years. And I want to say that track. I started back over there racing with them in 2011, and uh, I loved the place. It reminded me of the Sugar Bowl. The first time I pulled up, it was sort of back in the woods. It was by, mm-hmm. it's behind the gas station out there, in the country, but yet close to to food and things you can get to. And I I really loved it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been there. I think I would say I would be venturing to say at least five or six years before I even found the place out there. So um, it's been around a while. It's been established. It's in a perfect spot for people mm-hmm. to, to come to the track uh, because if if you if you pull up Loganville as far as where Atlanta is, and people from above the perimeter, below the perimeter, and people from Augusta can get there in about. I'm guessing around two hours max. It's just in a good spot for everybody to kind of get there. And the numbers at the club races show um, we're very, very happy and fortunate for all these people supporting Loganville. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I was nervous when I took that place over. it track's a lot of work. Yeah, it's like
0: having another family.
2: It no, really it's, is. It's a full time. The phone never stops ringing. As a matter of fact, I've got the phone sitting right here, and I'm worried to death. I need to put it on silent.
0: You're like me. It, to Put the starboard on. That's what I do.
2: <laughs> it never stops ringing.
0: So do you um, run it on your own, or are there a group of people that do this with you?
2: So there are several people that okay. need to get recognition for Loganville because no one man can run an RC track. I don't care what they say. Mm -hmm. Um, first of all, um, my wife, uh, for stepping up and calling the races, not many, number one, not many race directors are female. Mm -hmm. So Susan has really learned a lot from Lance McDonald. So another person is Lance McDonald. I have to think about, uh, for guiding my wife to be able to get the knowledge to, to figure out all this stuff, how to run the program, the life, you know, the life, live RC and all that stuff. And, um, uh, yeah. So, so thank you Lance for helping with getting us going. Bob Malfors was another one that helped us, uh, uh, get going with live RC and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, and, uh, our or lifetime I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, of course, Brian Burnett, he builds the tracks. He helps us out at Loganville with promotions, the SOS series. Um, everybody has a piece of the pie. And without all the ingredients, we won't ha- we wouldn't have what we have today because it, it's it's the racers, it's the support from the racers. Obviously, without racers, mm-hmm. you can't have an establishment. But we we try our best to provide the absolute best track for the racers because I, I'm an analogy kind of guy there's a fast food restaurant on every corner of the, of America. You can go get a burger almost at any place you want to go get a burger. I don't know about you, but we love sweet tea here in the South. So, but if you have a good burger and you have awful sweet tea and you have, you and, and you got a competitor down the road that can give you the burger and the sweet tea, but not only that, you get good customer service. Where are you going to go spend your money? You're going and,
1: with that's, the,
2: yeah. and that's, that's how I treat the track. Just because it's a club race day, don't mean that I don't go out there and drag that track, prepare that track as if I would for a big race. Because that's what I try to do. I want to give the, the 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 customer, the racers, the best surface to come race on that I can possibly give them. Now, Mother Nature sometimes don't allow that to happen. I have to kind of work with what she gives us. But I think people see the hard work and and what you know, Loganville is doing. Not just me, but the the especially mm-hmm. the help that we have. I, that's what we're trying to do is provide a good quality race. And I'm telling you the racers are answering. they are coming. I mean there are several club races we've had over a hundred entries at. So
0: how do you, when do you do club races during the week or just on the weekends? We
2: Well, we held one last Saturday. We had 70 mm-hmm. entries and what we do is we just go on Facebook and we just tell people, hey we've got a we got a website Loganville so we got two different ways in case some people don't use Facebook, they can go on there and see, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: we'll we'll go about Wednesday and look at the weather. Uh, most of the time on Wednesday, you can really get a better idea if if, if the weather's going to cooperate or not. And we post it up. We have a good a guy come out, cooks food for us. Uh, his name's Ken, the hot dog man. We call him Ken, the hot dog man. And he, he does a phenomenal job. Been around since the sugar bowl. He really? actually used to be at the sugar bowl. He came from the sugar bowl. So.
0: Interesting, because it takes a community to do things. I I recently just came from over in the UK uh, watching uh, for RCGP, and it was the Nemo Raceway, that's where we was at. And um, John Hazelwood had, like, his whole team over there helping out, you know? So everybody was doing that little bit to make that go smoothly. And it wouldn't have been as good if it would, you know, it's just impossible to do on your own. And he didn't stop moving the entire time. I've built a track. I know how hard I pulled on two races. That's all I've done. And that was difficult. So to run a track, it, it it's it's really, really um the word I'm looking for is it's a it's a it's a job, a selfless job. You don't get as much thing. Oh, you you get you get you get complained to a lot, but you don't get as much thanks as you should. And when you have a community base like this going on, it makes it a lot easier because you can you can't do it all. So it's. I'm glad that you have people doing that. Uh, how? Where is the track located? Is it like on in a park? Is it how did you know? Is it on private land? How does it work? Like, well, it's actually on private
2: property, mm-hmm. and um, we actually rent the we. It's we rent the facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it it was uh, the left to the daughter. the 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 man that owned it had passed away. Mm-hmm. Now it's left to the daughter. I think she's in her fifties. Okay, And she wants it to continue to keep to keep happening because of the, you know, her dad was like, I really want this place to be here. We got, you got, when they come out and see fathers, sons, daughters, you know, everybody, you know, aunt, you know it could be, I've seen guys bring kids. It's not even theirs to race, mm-hmm. you know, and, and let them drive a car. When they see that fellowship, I think that's what touches their heart. And that's why it's there because, yeah. you know, it, she wants it to be there and i want it you know and i want it to be there for the for for that reason too i want it to be there for keep kids off the streets there's too many things on the streets people Mm -hmm. can be doing and rc racing is clean good fun and that's what we need to remember is when you're on that driver stand we get emotional and i I know you see it at the track you get emotional but i'm telling you uh we're we're very blessed to be able to go race our toy cars we are
0: fortunate we are very fortunate, man. I say that every day. I wake up and be like, I am fortunate that I get to do this for a living. Yeah. You know? Uh, and and it's so, I think what aggravates me is that I think it's so cool and I want new people. To, I just think we need to get thousands and thousands of new people into this. Yeah. And I just realized that it's just a trickle. Speaking of new people, uh, how do you guys go about that? I did hear about, uh, it was my buddy, Michael Kuntz. He messaged yeah. me one day what the last year, I think and was lefty. I just went to this Loganville and they had these signs up and it was for new people. And it said, Hey, uh, don't be afraid. Ask me questions. I'm here to help you. So each sign said something different. And I thought that was really good to do something like that because a lot of people are scared to ask questions. You yeah. know, I'm not like that. I, I ask whatever questions I want. I know some people aren't. So tell us a little bit about that, getting new people in it. What have you seen success with? Maybe people not having the, you know, when you see people show up to your track and like, Hey, I want to race this, this type of car, but maybe, you know, tell us how you do with that type of stuff.
2: All right. So being a racer myself, I was literally laying in bed one night and I, 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 my wife was, I mean, it was dark and I literally sat up and I said, Oh my gosh, I think I've got an idea. And my wife said, what are you doing? You know, like, what are you doing? And I said, I have an idea. And she's like, it's about the track, ain't it? And I said, yeah, it is. <laughs> and I said, you know what we should try is I get all these messages, private messages. Hey, I've got this Traxxas Stampede. I've got this Traxxas Rustler. I've got this, mm-hmm. whatever brands you get from probably like your hobby town USA's, you know, kind of, kind of stores. And these, these guys are what they call bashers, I guess is what they call them. They go out and yes. buy something, they play with it in the grass, a baseball field, jumping ramps, whatever they're doing. And they finally find out, hey, there's a there's a racetrack for these. And then they call and every time they kept calling, they were like, we were telling them, no, nah, you need to get, you know, an eight scale. They're not gonna be, you know, you, you just know how those mm-hmm. cars <laughs> they'll get around the track, don't get me wrong. But what happens to those guys is they come to the track, they break their cars and nobody has parts and they go home. We, you know because we're racing te- you know you you're, we're racing associated techno hot bodies <laughs> you know the, the the whole nine yards so then i got to thinking well wait a minute instead of turning them away we need to have what what we call a novice class run what you brung run what you got run run what mama dad bought you for christmas whatever the case may be so we posted it uh novice run what you got we had about 5 on the first weekend and the next thing you know we had 10, 15, mm. 20. We were up to over 20 entries at a at a novice run what you brung class. But the number one question we kept getting was I'm going to be am I going to be in the way? Am I going to be embarrassed? Am I going to be I don't want to be laughed at. I don't want to ha- I I want to come practice. I get so many questions like when can I come practice? And I was like, "Listen, Tell you what I'll do. We're gonna pass out business cards to Hobby Town USA, to BNB Hobby Shop, to the, all these little hobby shops around our area, with a business card that says, "If you buy this car kit from this hobby shop, you come to Loganville, you'll get your first race on us for free." It's not about the money. We want to introduce mm-hmm. you to the hobby because if we don't want you spending fifteen, sixteen, two thousand dollars on an RC car and you hate it, you may not. It may not be for you, and. The next thing you know, uh, that is the number one piece of advice I've got for these uh, track owners. If you want to grow your hobby, you need to try that. Go to the local hobby shop. Tell them where you're tell you know. Make sure your address is on the business card. Make sure if you got a website, put that on there. And then, if you'll let them run what they got. Now, don't get me wrong. We don't allow fifth scales on our track because they'll tear it up. Right, right, right. But. As far as like what they sell at, like I said, your local hobby shop around your area, they can bring that car out there. And I'm telling you, if these guys really like it, they will find that used car that Mm -hmm. that racer at the track is trying to sell for a roller for $250, $300, whatever the case may be. And next thing you know, he's got a hot body, he's a techno associated, he's got a Mugen, whatever is at your track. They're going to buy that car, or they may even go out and buy a brand new chassis, and Mm -hmm. they may even say, hey, I'm glad I didn't buy a car. I like Truggies. They may love the Truggies. So that's what we focused on to build up the track and the hobby.
0: That's good, because we need those people. Um, Mark Santonria does a good job. He's trying to bridge the gap between Basher and Mm racer, And even this past uh race i me and my buddy we invited this guy over in england he's like stupid he's got like three million subs on youtube he's called kevin talbot and i always hear him on his on his on his bashing thing and he you know this is what he does for a living like rc stuff and he does some racing now and then and he says oh, I, I people keep shouting at you if you don't turn marshland properly or whatever and you know it doesn't like that and he says that a lot of people make feel uncomfortable. And we can do that because we get in these RC bubbles, you know, where they're mechanic and we're, we're thrashing and we're in the heat of the moment and we're not seeing this guy that's coming in and talking to us. So I think we all have to be RC ambassadors, like you said, and we have to make the effort to go out and get these new people and make a class for them, make them feel welcome yeah, and nurture them because maybe not all 20 will be racist, maybe five will be you know but that's five more races that you have so yeah good idea you sound like me i wake up in the middle of the night with ideas as well it happens crazy when you can't when you can't sleep uh but that's good and it, obviously working for you guys you guys are paying the bills i know that's like one of the hardest things to do running a track is like just paying the bills for this but um <clears throat> it's it's just a, a work of passion you know it's simple every track that i've been to is exactly the same it's people that are passionate. Some people are more passionate to do a better job. Some people aren't as passionate, uh, uh, you know, and some people just do it. So it's it's really good to see, and it's hard. And, and we need all tracks to be firing on all, the, on all these cylinders. You know what I mean? We need to, yes, we need to keep the racer happy, but we need to, we need to focus on the new people because we need them. We need them desperately. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to talk about Loganville before we, we move on and talk about your, your big race that you have coming up here uh, in September?
2: I, you know, just uh just to you know retouch on some things, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody once again that's made Loganville such a success. We are so blessed. We have had some of the top pros in the world come visit our track. Adam Drake, Spencer Rivkin, Ryan Pavitas, mm-hmm. Jackson Brunson, Cole Ogden. Um uh I'm probably missing some. Uh, the, uh You've there's, had so a lot. Many, there's so many. And then I, yes. I my of course as a track owner, my first question is, how'd you like the track? And you know, the human nature is they don't nobody's gonna tell you I hated it, you know, but I think they really liked it. Um they they and they continue calling wanting to know if they come back
0: when they're in town. So that that tells me they like it. So um, what about layouts? When you make layouts, do you think, okay, I'm going to make this layout difficult, or do I think I'm going to make it so everybody can do it? Cause it has to, is there some, you have to get, have some give and take for that. Like, I mean, if it's a big race and you're going to have a, you know, a new layout for a whole race, I get it. You're going to put probably the, the most gnarly r- race track you can put in, but just for having your club races and stuff like this, do you, does that become a factor?
2: So, yeah, um, we tried a just super advanced layout one time, and we learned real quick, mm-hmm. sportsmen pay your bills. So, <laughs> That's true. So uh, if you're at a club race level or, or – and, and, and when we say club race, I think that's a term back in the 90s where you had to be in a club. I guess I mean a, a race that anybody's welcome to come to. Mm-hmm. That's what I should start saying. Because I think a lot of times we go online, we say club race, and the, I get these messages, hey, do I need to be in a club to come race your track? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just an old term from the 90s. You know, I think club races used to be, uh, I remember back in the days you had to add the roar card and yep, yep, all yep, that yep. stuff. It's so. still
0: like that in the UK.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah,
0: very much like that.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. So uh yeah, um um yeah, it's just uh I think going back to layouts, I wanna say if you keep it simple, mm-hmm. but not too simple, because then the pro the, the the more advanced racers will get bored and look elsewhere. But if you make it too hard, then the sportsman guys will look elsewhere. So it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. Um But, but like I said, Brian Burnett builds our layouts. He's going to build the layout for the Pete State Classic. And from, from, from me just listening and, 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 and take, you know, if you listen to the racers, you can learn a lot. Uh, they seem to like his layouts pretty, pretty good. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think he does a good job. Uh, everything that we, we, we test each jump, uh, to make sure that, that if we put a triple, we, we we don't, we want to make sure that, just because Cade Burnett might be able to make it or 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 or, or uh, some of your pro guys like Jackson Brunson can make it don't mean that the average guy can't make it. So what we do is we try to take we'll take a uh, what we consider would be an average racer and invite him up to the track mm-hmm. while while we're building it and then we'll have an advanced driver and then a, like a middle driver and we'll let them all go through one turn jump the jump and ask them, hey, how did you like it? Well, it's a little hard for me, or no, it's it's good. And then we'll kind of go from there. Because we know that when you build a fresh layout, the traction's low. Mm-hmm. And of course, as the traction comes up, it's going to be easier for everybody to do it. But if you can do it when it's on, I guess you call a green track or loose conditions, and you can make the jumps, then it's just going to get easier to do as it grooves up in our, and that's how we kind of judge each jump and then of course our landings uh a lot of jumps are more if you'll notice some tracks are built like this where it's like a like a triangle we try to make it to where there's a a
0: good landing uh so it's smooth for yeah. if you over jump it you know so yeah much needed and it's uh it's it's very forgiving on cars mm-hmm. so yeah very I, I appreciate that I appreciate that so uh good stuff man I know it's hard it's hard to please everybody it's mm-hmm. so hard It is. Uh, 2022 Peach State State Classic taking place on September 16th to 18th. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is being held in Rayburn Arena, which is an arena similar. I I have to say it is similar to Wicked Weekend. It is a a roof. All the sides are opening. For me, it's the best way to have an indoor race because all the fumes go outside. You get some breeze coming through. Uh tell us a little bit about this. Uh, how did this come about? Uh the um, I know it, it, you know, it's kind of you kind of have to put these big races under a roof in the southeast. It's it's just mandatory. We have to rather to have a guaranteed race. Uh we have some of the biggest, best indoor races in the world being held in the southeast. You guys are kind of jumping into that. Tell us a little bit about this race and what people can expect.
2: So we are we are we have been running the Peach State Classic. You know, uh, it's been a race held at Loganville for years. Um, uh, even before I got the track, there was the, the the Peach State Classic was the name of it. Then we changed that name to the Georgia Peach State Classic. Uh, uh, whenever I took the track over, but uh, it's it's going to be held at Raven Arena. It's it's up in Tiger, Georgia. And the closest town to that is Clayton, Georgia. So the guys that's coming in looking for accommodations, you want to look in Clayton, Georgia. That's where your Chick Fil A's, your hotels, your McDonald's, your you know your Mexican restaurants, all that good stuff's up there in Clayton. Um, and of course, it's real close to the Tallulah Gorge, which is a historical landmark in Georgia. Um, it's uh, it, it's just up in, up in the mountains, and uh, the the way. The reason we want to do it indoors is because we want the racers to have a guaranteed experience. And uh it's so hard, like you said, to have you I don't think these racers fully know the the, the work that we put into getting these big races put on, calling sponsors, getting trophies made, lining up people to come into these races. Getting good sent to the races, to give out to the racers, uh, like you know, donate donations and sponsorship uh, items, you know, like uh, tires and it could be bodies and all that. You go through all this stuff and then boom, the bottom falls out and it's like, oh, because you put so much work into it. So I said, enough's enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a gamble, I'm gonna rent out this arena. You know, we've had such a good follow in the Southern Off-Road Series and people love Loganville. And I'm like, you know what? I think we've got enough support now to where we need to put this race indoors at Raven Arena. Give the racers what they want and have a guaranteed race. So when you take off of work, when you go to that boss man two weeks ahead of time and say, I need this date off. It's guaranteed now. There's nothing going to stop it besides Mother Nature. As far as like, as long as a tornado don't take the place down, we're good. And I, And that's... And that's what we recognize these bigger sponsors want. I mean, they want to know if they send uh, uh, Tyler Jones this year is coming from Techno to this race. He's confirmed. Uh, thank you, John Bernard Jr. from Florida. He's the regional manager down there for lining that all up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Techno has really, really jumped on board uh, in this race. And uh, thank you. But back to to, to the arena. I mean, you've gotta have that indoor guaranteed race to where the racers can know that when they come they can take take off work and come and and play with these cars and and they know they're gonna make it all the way through the from the beginning all the way through the main. so yeah, that's uh that's why we're we're moving it indoors. it's uh it's it's not a definitely not a competitive move with any other mm-hmm. brand. Um, this race has been going for years. I mean, we did it last year. We had Adam Drake, flew him out here to the race. I'm telling you, it rained about six inches. And I'm not kidding. It rained about six inches from the week before he got here. And I'm sitting there going Mm. like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So we we got a tip from a track up in the Carolinas. They use peat moss uh, on their dirt to dry it out. So we went out and spent. 700 bucks on peat moss and we spread it all over the track took a drag drug it around the track and sure enough it dried it right up and we raced and uh i think adam drake was like wow that i never would have thought you guys could have got this thing ready to race on but awesome you know and I and yeah i mean that's that's and that's where i think the racers see the hard work they see (laughs) us do whatever it takes to make it happen and and that
0: so, yeah, that's good. That's a lot of work. I, uh, I was watching the guys before, before. I just I just know. I'm seeing it so many times. It's so much work. So this indoor track, uh, tell us a little bit. Has there ever been an RC race up there? Uh, similar type of dirt that we see at um, these indoor races? Uh, is it the similar type of dirt we see in these indoor races Yeah, that, so race sent, time?
2: Yes. I sent Brian up there actually Friday. He went up there to take a look at the dirt, uh, meet with the owner. Uh, ask how deep down we could dig, uh, and everything. Check out the accommodations. They got a water truck, packer roller, everything. We're having a skid steer brought in. Got all that set up. The dirt is similar to the Chicopee Woods Agricultural Center down in Gainesville, Georgia, and that's where they do hold the uh, race time events there. Okay. Um, it's it's like that, but it's like a gray colored clay, and it's. Uh, but, you, you know, Brian made a video. He balled it up in his hand. It, it, it compacts real well into a good clay ball. So no races have ever been held at this facility yet. Uh, this will be the first time ever that an RC race has hit Raven Arena. And the guy's really excited. So we're, we are, too. So
0: Good stuff. I guess you guys are going to go all out on this track, like oh, yeah. go crazy. Yeah, I
2: think, I think, you know, we're not going to keep – we want it to – okay. So, again – I want it to be fun for everybody.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I want it to be a good experience for everybody. Like you said, you can't please everybody, but I think if we give enough run up coming off the corners and make it where the guys can clear the jumps, take into accountability that, that there's a possibility that, that it could progress into some ruts or, or, or holes Mm -hmm. like you see at these arena races, you'll get these, Yes. Uh, I'm not sure the word to use, but like the little holes with the sharp edges. Yes. It, yep. We yep. don't know yet. We really mm-hmm. don't know yet. But we think it's going to hold together pretty good. Um, but we we want to count in the fact that if it does get a little rough, you still have enough run up to. We want it to be where you can clear the jump. So that's our goal. Um, this is our first year doing this indoors. And uh, I, I feel very confident that Brian can throw a good layout in. Um, he, he travels all over the place, putting in layouts for easily South Carolina. I think RC threes put one in over there in Alabama, uh, put one in, you know, put several in for Loganville. Um, he's went down to Barnesville, put some in, um, he's been, he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's busy.
0: Yeah. He's busy. Yeah. How about driver's stay on pit lane? You guys are going to make all of that as well. Like, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So I've been working on that since November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, it's a lot of work. So it's all complete. It's mm-hmm. all ready to go. Um, and now just got to load it all up. Uh, in about 27 days from now, I think if you, if I'm doing the math, right, we got to be up there on the 12th. So we'll be there the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th. And then of course practice open 16th uh, on Friday, and then seventeenth, uh, the Saturday, the, the the mains or the the qualifiers on the seventeenth, and then the eighteenth will be should be the, the Sunday for the okay. for the main. So
0: how will practice will it be open or open so,
2: practice? Yeah, it'll be you know just like your typical. Uh, okay. You know, like if 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 you went to an uh, arena race around here, we got Lance McDonald coming calling a race, so he's going to run it the way he runs. The race is all you know. You, you, if you're used to going to a Lance McDonald race, you'll 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 be right, right at home. So,
0: so three day race, three qualifiers on Saturday. Uh, how long are your mains? I think you said possibly double A mains for electrics as well. I mean, yeah, double A mains for electrics. Yeah. Um, so,
2: of course, the length of that will probably come down to the, I would say the entries. You know okay. what I mean? So, uh, but but typically what you got from from uh the race that was in gangsville Mm -hmm. what you'll probably get there is what i'm you know what i'm probably thinking lance will do as far as his links on his runtime yeah
0: all right um i see you've been really active on facebook everybody that's coming is getting uh confirmed that's cool i like that Uh, i see you got danny coming in from wrce with Lance, does a great jo- job. Danny does all my work, like all my intros and all that stuff for me now. In fact, I was just talking to him today because I'm getting the intro done for the Worlds. So we're going to have some coverage. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's what I appreciate more, you know, being able to watch this race and see what you guys are doing. And I think the more content that we have out there in the in the algorithms, in the atmosphere, out there in the inter- interwebs, is the better Is for RC so that's great. I'm glad you you thought of that because, you know, it's it's always easy to say we don't need it, you know, but it you do need it in the end. And that's how <clears throat> I think that's how manufacturers judge their races. And then they start sending people to those races as well. What's going to give us the best online presence? So, yeah. yeah, you got a lot of work ahead of you, man. A lot of work. Yeah.
2: Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, I've got a lot of sponsors that's jumping on board. Sure. And uh, and, uh I would love to you know, sometime during this podcast to make sure I thank them. But uh, I tell you what, the phone's been ringing off the hooks. Um, uh, Troy, I think, Hanson from A-Main Hobbies, and um, and uh, he's he's sending out a package. Uh, we've got Hot Bodies, uh, Chad Phillips from uh, up at uh, Absolute Hobbies, sending a kit to give away. Associates yeah. gave us. A B3.2 kit and a B74.1 kit. They gave us a charger, hat, shirts. Uh, Ogo Tires has come out and gave us four full sets of tires to give away. Jay Concepts is sponsoring the race. They sent some banners and sent in a goodie box full of stuff. Techno sent a kit. uh, uh, S-Works. Ryan. I'm going to mess up this last name. He's going to kill me. But it's spelled L-E-C-U-Y-E-R. LaCoyer. I can't say it. I'm so I know, sorry, Ryan. but but Ryan is coming. I'm so glad he's coming with S words. He's giving away some stuff. I, I want to say it's a kit, uh, car kits, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 probably forgetting some people. You
0: got, oh, I, I got yeah, I got yes sorry. You got Rhino racing, uh, Beach RC, Reedy. You got quite Wolf then. That's Kyle Neri and his yeah. track Nitro Pro. Capital Roofing, you got a non-RC guy coming in. TNR, yep. that sponsors here. On point, on point graphics. Jimmy associated. Powell. Yeah, that's good stuff. You got a lot yep. of good stuff to give away to people. Yeah. I think and people I- should come to your race. We'll be following it, that's for sure. I want to thank
2: Kyle Neri, especially for making that promo video. I don't know if you guys seen it or not from the yes. wolf end. He made a promo video and it's 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 really good. It shows the arena uh, from a drone view and uh, of course TNR Fuels, Tyrone Neckles, Chris Nelson. And uh, thank you guys uh, for supporting us. I think uh, uh, Raceline Designs is sponsoring this. They're going to give away. Everybody's going to basically, here's a hint. Uh, if you're running a Sportsman, you might want to come to this race. So uh, I think you're going to be getting a lot of goodies back in this race. Nice. We're, targeting, we're targeting the class that uh, that uh, probably could use some of these products. So, um, And I want to thank those sponsors for, for, for trusting in us to run this race and sending it. We are not raffling this stuff off, guys. We're giving it away.
0: Good so. stuff. What classes are we? So we got sportsman, e buggy, truggy, nitro buggy, an intermediate, pro, e truggy. I'm sure you have e truggy because e truggy is huge in the southeast.
2: Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we have four wheel SCT, 15 and under e buggy. A lot of guys are calling me saying, What is 15U e buggy? That is 15 years of age or younger. Okay. And it's an e buggy class. And we really want the kids to. Good jumping in that. Of course, uh, I think there's going to be some goodies giveaway in that class too, so don't don't uh, forget about that. Sportsman e-buggy, Sportsman nitro buggy, of course, our 40-plus e-buggy and nitro buggies, intermediate e-buggy, intermediate nitro buggy, pro e-buggy, pro nitro buggy, pro, uh, pro nitro truggy, intermediate nitro truggy, pro e-truggy, and intermediate e-truggy is the classes we are going to be running. So if you go to Peach State Classic on Facebook, we got it right on our flyer, so we invite you to take a look at that and come come visit.
0: There will be a link in the written description, $75 per class, people. If you're looking for a, a good race to go attend, good people to support, go check them out. They're going to have coverage. It looks like they're going to have a good mix of the – what. what I think is going to be good is for the local pros. Like it's going to be a lot of the fast guys there that are local – no, I got to see that a lot of them at RCGP and I've gotten to know a lot of them. A lot of the fast young guys. I look forward to that. And those guys are exciting to watch. They race. And of course, you have your some of your top pros coming out. Tyler Jones. That's good to see. Uh and um, yeah, man, I wish you all the best. I know this is a big step for you. Reach it. I know anytime you go on a roof It's always an added expense And you 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 know you have to reach that that entry To make to make do So I wish you all the best I hope if you're listening to this podcast And you think you want to try out this race Check it out I already like I'm telling Mitch to go to this race And, and Cody and those guys be a good race for them to go to uh, Keep up your good work with Loganville We need that um, If you guys are in that area Check them out Go support them So go club race with them And keep doing what you do For the Southeast racing community man this is what keeps RC going, you know, people like you. So yeah. good job and good luck at uh, with your race, man. And if anything that we can do to help you, we will.
2: Awesome. I really appreciate you taking the time to help me with getting the Peach State out there. And also want to thank uh, Inspirator for, for somebody that inspired me to do this uh, RC track on and thing. That'd be my uncle Tim Mooney he used to run Coral Springs years ago back in the 90s. And uh Tim Moon, if anybody knows him from Coral Springs, uh kind of looked up to him running that track down there and getting it back going. And uh yeah, I enjoy it now myself. So yeah.
0: This up, that's what you have to do. You have to enjoy this, you know. If you don't, it doesn't make sense. All right, Mark. Well, thank you for your time. Good luck. And um, I look forward to watching your race online her in uh the dates are mm-hmm. September 16th to 18th. Remember, everybody, entry fee is $75. It's a guaranteed race. I think you're going to have a good time. These guys put on a good show. And um, thank you, man. Have good luck to you guys.
2: Thank you, Keenan.
0: All right. Thank you to Mark for his time. Now we're going to go on to the Beach RC Bench Racing Q&A. Thank you to Beach RC for all their support beachrc.com the racers one stop online hobby shop choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service beachrc.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet beachrc.com is the exclusive distributor for ultimate racing, jq racing pro circuit racing tires nitro lux fuels and assault rc performance products so, fill up your cart and check out at beachrc.com today. And thank you to Brent and Lucas and everybody at Beachrc. I look forward to seeing all of you guys in October. Well, I see Brent in uh, September. He's coming to the world. Thank you to everybody for the questions. We do have an affiliate link for this. If you guys can use it, it helps us out. Uh, it is in the written description of this podcast. All right. So, we're going to go through these questions. We have quite a few. We have some from our Discord. If you haven't, I know our Discord's been kind of flat. Maybe we haven't been talking much on there. But everybody can talk, not just us. So we have a f- couple of questions from there. First one up from Jake Barrett. Jake Barrett, do the Fear Any TAP or TAP pistons actually work or provide other benefits over other pistons such as the MIP bypass or the VRP V3 pistons?
1: Um, so the TAP pistons are a piston that has a ball uh, that you lock from the it other has side. a few ball bearings. Yeah, so it has two or four, they have a few sets. So, on the other way, it releases oil, on the other way, uh, it, it keeps stuck. So, that's basically the same idea as the myth piston, just done differently. Um, and I guess it's fine. I don't find any. What is this? What is the theory
0: behind the barrel barons? How does it work again? explain it to me real quick.
1: Yeah, so. The the ball is inside a hole that's sort of smaller from the other end. Mm-hmm. So you have a ball that it, so it 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 can't move further than this. So when the oil is coming from this this side, it will push it here. But then on the other side it it can release a bit. So then when the oil is mm-hmm. coming from the other side, it releases the oil uh through the ball.
0: Okay, so it just releases the oil faster or slower, pretty much.
1: Yeah, so exactly. So other other side it's stiffer other side it's softer same with the shim on the mip pistons
0: so basically even the vrp pistons have i think they have the flaps it's all basically basic compact concept of closing something off and allowing it to open so more oil can get through that's the basic concept
1: right yeah so all of them pretty much work very similarly and yeah just assembly and all that is a bit different
0: okay Alright, B-Main. When running on Astro 1, used use the combo of wheels, uh, like Schumacher staggers in the front and mini pins in the rear. Is there any time you could benefit from running a different kind of tire or compound in the front and rear when running on dirt or other kinds of tracks?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I have done it before, running triple dish in the front and reflex in the rear. I think we had a question like this before in the podcast already, but Basically, there can be lots of benefits. I I believe Lutz does this quite often. Uh, He runs uh, zip packs or whatever (laughs) it was. And um, yeah, Uh, there is a place for it, but you need to kind of know what you're looking for. But basically, a good choice is a tire that turns for the front and a tire that feels really calm cool for the rear some triplets and reflex is a perfect combination and um i don't i can't think of anything from other brands but
0: well remember we had the yeah. i think i think it's more about compounds and stuff i think remember we had the bow fighters that was i think that was the first mix of tires yeah. then uh you had the impact city block combination as well with aka so there's been various yeah. different combinations and Lux is one of them guys who uses a different combination, especially. I think we're going to see some of that at the Worlds coming up, here, especially with the AK right. guys. All right. Next question. This is actually a good question. And when, I, when, I, when he asked it, uh, it made me think. Any thoughts on electric moving to smaller batteries or, and even shorter mains instead of finally making the use of battery attack and running longer mains? So basically, uh, this is from Kappa Kappa Kakalapin. I think uh-huh. it's from Germany. <clears throat> uh, so basically what he's trying to say is cars are being designed to have smaller batteries, lighter weight, less runtime. Instead of he's saying, why aren't we going in the other direction and design cars to have more runtime so we get longer races from electric. So my point with that to be is that we need to make these cars lighter. Maybe the battery tech needs to get better. So you get as it is, you get more for more MAHs or more runtime time if a smaller pack. Because now yeah, cars are I being actually, designed to run small packs, and it's not going to go yeah. any other direction now.
1: I actually think we should be running short-course engines on the electric cars. You know, those smaller diameter engines.
0: I oh, think like, they are short-course uh, engines. So you, wanna, you, want the engine, you want the power to go down?
1: Yeah, definitely. That way we can still use small batteries and uh, get more run time. And... Um, yeah. Also, I think that will balance off the difference between nitro buggy and e-buggy in terms of weight and feeling. So and yeah, cost. I th- I see. Th- because those batteries and are And uh, Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. I think. I think that's the optimal way. I, I don't think we should increase milliamp size. We should decrease it constantly a bit. But I think we should make up rules so that the electronics uh would um would make it possible to run longer mains Okay. Um, so i think that keep the battery size
0: change the the motor size make it to a smaller can a regular like 10 scale which in fact will make it lighter yeah
1: and i i and for people who say oh it's not good i used it and i preferred it actually because it felt more similar to my nitro so okay that's the best. I don't and people's also, gonna want less power
0: though. I doubt that's gonna happen.
1: No, but I think it's much better for everyone. They are cheaper, they break less easy. Um, the power is still enough. Uh, yeah, I can't think of much negative lighter. Yeah, everything is positive.
0: Okay. All right. Good question. And then Robert Parente asked, why no West Coast RCGP? We explained that uh, earlier. All right, Benjamin James, looking at the driver list for next month, if my worlds, is there a driver who could, this, who could be this year's Cody King 2020 World Champion and surprise the favorites? Yes, I will say his name is Mason Fuller. Even though I don't think it's a surprise, I think he's the one who can surprise everybody.
1: Yeah, I think Mason Fuller would be the Cody King. Of, uh, yeah. of the world, not but, that I'm not saying uh, that he
0: can't. I don't expect him to win a world at some point. Oh, if no, he...
1: no, not right now, though. He he most likely won't win, but if he would, that would be a Cody King moment. I think there isn't very many outliers. I think Berton could be one of those people, one of them too, but he he already has a, won a European championship, so it's not a total surprise, but it would be outside of the.
0: Um, main picks okay. So Connie Swenson of House of RC asks Is Max better than Pekka in 1 8? He beat him at the latest Finnish nationals, but Pekka has been very impressive this summer at RCGP. And he didn't drive a Mayako at this race where Max beat him, but Pekka's wing also came off. So,
1: yeah, well, I mean, but he was slower all day. Pekka was actually not doing very well at this race. Uh, Yono was much more closer to me uh he was he had better best laps most runs but uh i was usually uh i was usually faster than him over longer runs he he was faster in the semi but in the main i i felt pretty i got into a lead at the start and then i mean i just i i was like half a lap in front of everyone since then. Okay. you wanna have some crashes so the big question Pekka. is what is
0: Pekka gonna drive at the world is it gonna be a Mayako or a e and I was at RCGP, I, I think
1: AE. I asked, I asked him recently now again, and he said, it's going to be AE.
0: I think, uh, what RCGP did do was help, uh, show the world. Like, you know, yeah, that's definitely, asking, about it.
1: that's not really good. And, and, uh, to Connie's question, I don't think I'm a better eight skill driver necessarily, but I think you're a better mechanic. I do. Yeah, I'm definitely that I'm a better mechanic. And, uh, most likely i have the car sort of i understand what i need from the car to do well whereas mm-hmm. he sort of uh, he might understand what he wants but he doesn't know how to get to it i don't know what and you that's mean often often uh, what might hurt him a bit but as a pure purely driver i think he is better
0: okay
1: I i can be really fast but i think uh he's better mentally in longer, longer mains or even 5-minute runs, he's better.
0: Okay. Savage Joe, Joe Zaire Jr. Uh, ran on a talent podcast. He's geeking out over fifth scale. He's got a fifth scale. They actually have a spec class where you can only change the servo. And he's bought like this super tough body for that costs about 200 bucks. And he's like, how much do you think I could sell his actual physical body for so I can afford to build a mod fifth scale Truck for Silver State. Well, I answered him. Lot Lizard dealing quantity, not quality. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Joe is freaking out over over fifth scale. I really like it, but to keep up, keep up with those boys, them fifth scale cars at Silver State, you're gonna have to man, you're gonna have to spend some money. You're gonna spend some money. I love it though. Jamie Docking got to meet him at RCGP. It was very nice. Thank you to his wife for allowing him to come up for the second day. Very nice to meet him. Here's a question I should have asked JQ at RCGP. If you have a car with a lot of steering, is it better to dial the steering out with setup or just reduce dual rate on the radio? Um,
1: always better to do it out with setup because then you will have a calmer car. That will be easier to drive and you feel you have enough uh, steering. Whereas the dual rate will just uh, reduce the angle of the tires, the maximum angle, and keep the aggressiveness of the front in there.
0: Okay. Connie, we're gonna come back to your ROI question last. Benjamin James, second question. Lamberto Kalari, nine time, IFMA world champion and eight scale honored, finished sixth at the Euros last week. Is there a drive currently active other than Kalari, who you are surprised is still active? Greg Degani, but to my mind, but what what do you think? I think to Yeah, to that, but yes. I think I think
1: I think the interesting thing about Colari is that he is still good. He's still finishing. Top well, 10 at every Euros.
0: Let's let's yes, but we the depth in the on-road field is not to the depth of the of the off-road field. Let's put it that way.
1: Yes, but I think he's still better than Dagani.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that he isn't. I'm yeah, not saying it isn't. But what who yeah. comes to well, mind is Miguel Matias. Yeah. He's like, okay. I could see he's Miguel Matias. Okay I could see Miguel Matias in the in the freaking semis at the World's and not be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe Yannick. I think you're right. Oh, Iguan, on. one of them guys.
1: Yeah, but I think Iguan <clears> are, and those guys are a bit younger than Kolari because Kolari is even older than them.
0: He is in his 40s, I would say. But yeah, Kolari yeah, is definitely older. So. Yeah. All Colare right, Jay Zelna. Existed. Jay Zelna. of course, any answers. I mean, it's just, I guess it's a it's adrian's beast i guess it's based off the performer stuff it's looking pretty good out there i mean ronafog's murder was yeah. hey yeah. ronafog was pulling those guys down the straightaway at yeah. nemo like no problem yeah
1: it has a lot of power and still very good mileage it's uh very and it's the it's crazy because it has the same amount of power as the os but it's so much more controllable uh, which i was surprised about but yeah, I tried when I tried uh, David's car. I, I had a chance to try the engine as well. So, I guess they're yeah, coming I'm out soon. See, yeah, excited to see when they're releasing, but I think it's about it's this summer it should be released.
0: Yeah, soon, very soon. Chris Trudu, if I had, if it I'm just gonna mute you because I your girlfriend's just watching something in the back. If I had already, if it's a, it may have already been discussed, but what is one aspect of RC racing that the Americans do better than the Europeans? What aspect do Europeans have over Americans? What is one ne- negative aspect they both have in common that needs to improve? Uh, I would say the Americans are very good at jumping. They're very good, but the, the Europeans have learned as well. I think that the Europeans are better at clearing corner speed because of the type of tracks that they have, where they're allowed to they have to carry corner speed. <clears throat> the one negative thing about Europeans Is that they expect all races to be like European races I would say And it just isn't Yeah. And I see the one negative thing about the American races Is that they don't go over to Europe to race enough Which aggravates yeah. me uh, So I would think that's my two biggest things And the two biggest things that I think they both do Is that they don't take The professional side of RC serious And that's just a common yeah. thing across the board that would be my theory on that. Uh, but when it comes to physical attributes, I think that the Europeans are just wanna Corner speed is hard to learn. Jumps don't win a race. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if you can carry yeah. corner speed, if you can carry corner speed, you can learn how to jump. You know? So, yeah. and that's all I think. That's all I think. John Wolf, can we bring RCGP to Brookthorpe Model Car Club next year, seen as... It's one of the greatest RC tracks I've ever been to personally. I think it'd be rude not to. I mean, Brookthorpe's nice. I met Chris Lovell. I pitted for him. It'd be nice. It's like a mix between carpet and oiled, your your favorite surface, oiled dirt. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but it is a nice track. But I don't think. Yeah, I
1: think Brexit will make things much harder for the future. No,
0: Brexit's in effect.
1: Yeah, but I mean, mm, yeah, maybe it will get easier then, but. Brexit's going to make, uh, make it harder to go to UK.
0: UK. Hmm. Well, maybe for JQ, who's actually English and having a hard time getting there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right. My boy, Kevin Mendes, he goes, man, it's too early. I just knocked off and just worked all night. My question is, my track has this little technical set S section that when approaching in there, there's a little single kick up jump, maybe eight feet away from the turn. But I see other racers take the jump and be nice and flat in the air for the turn. My, and then, as in the turn, my truck, every time I would hit it, my truck would be nervous as it gets its endowing over the, the, the jump. So, my question is Is it a ride height problem? Basically, I have the rear end up a couple of meters higher than the front. Should I level it out, or is this. <laughs> yeah. So, I would think it's a lot to do with ride height as well. Maybe you have yeah. it too low. And then once you. You also got to, maybe them guys aren't You got to figure out how them guys Are applying throttle over that pump too You know, are they going for wood Are they caressing it, it's a lot of things That could be done in that, you know But yeah, definitely yeah. Also you want to check your ride height by Millimeters, so you want to get a ride height gauge And just make sure you're sticking to around The required Millimeter count.
1: Yeah, yeah, ride height Yeah, check the ride height uh, try different stuff Try racing it And see how it works on track And for shocks Go to less holes And bigger holes And then thicker oils That way you get better Over those set of bumps
0: Yeah and Just make sure like Yeah it's difficult Are they doing full chat Over that jump too As well yeah. By the way he's racing In Connecticut At Hillside Raceway It's uh, old old tracks Been running for a long long time It's up there in Connecticut so, yeah, man, try that. I think it's an E Truggy as well. So, he might, you check, make sure you ain't got no too much drag brake on your car either. Yeah, that true, might be yeah. affecting it as well. So, it's usually simple things. You can, you can probably fix it with just your driving, to be honest.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, moving on, just finding the rest of the questions here Sean Alcorn, what's up, Tiny? Get all the manufacturers together, make the same type of air filters and clutch bearings. How can I make a million in one hour? Get into RC with two million. Uh, why the green hair? He's not in Green Day. He likes Green Day a lot. He's talking about JQ. Yeah. Uh, what special did, you, what did special did you do for my lady? I guess my, my wife's birthday. Uh, my wife parted. Like, she got her friends up her and they parted. I, and I looked after the kids. And I bought her some perfume. For the first time, I was able to buy her something in, like, duty-free on the way back from one of these trips. So I bought her something. And he just says, have a good day. Oh, but good question. Why don't all manufacturers get together and make the same type of air filters and clutch bearings? Um,
1: no, I don't know. People just want it to be different.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like at the Euros, the guys were running the Kyosho filters because they were better. You know, yeah, everybody's running more, it. More yeah. air.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think that will ever happen. Most brands do use same clutch bearing stuff.
0: Yeah, but like X-Ray has some different yeah. uh, different laps in it. So yeah, good stuff. No, it's just my buddy was sending me some messages about the 10 scale and that. So I was just looking at them because that's actually on the way at the moment. So, all right. One more question here before I go on to Connie's question. Uh, I did have some Instagram questions. Oh, one was about track. So much things pulling up. Uh, one second. So one of the questions was on Instagram was about tracks. Let me find it. I thought I had copied it her, but I didn't. My mistake. Your fault, Max. You almost, my mistake, your fault. Um, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. One second. Okay. So this is one of our Instagram questions and it comes from Bajorn Taring. I'm guessing he's of, of Scandinavian, Background with a name like Bjorn. Today's track layouts are done with a nitro car in mind. First, do you think you could make other track designs if it was only an electrical track? What would they be? Well, I think yeah, what would you do? I mean, we could have big sended jumps. You could have a lot of jumps with very short run-ups with e-buggy.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I think most tracks work the same way on both cars. There isn't that big of a difference. Maybe you could have jumps that would work better if you jump uh, further away. That could mm. be
0: one, but that's pretty Maybe more rhythm one. sections because you'd have the power yeah. To, yeah. to power out of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we could see like a straight live rhythm section where you can jump up. Uh, you know, you just have that power. And... Yeah. I think that would work. More rhythm sections, tight stuff. Coming at that 90 degree, 180, which is probably going to be just boop, what. Well, it won't be wrapped. It'd be zip, 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 yeah. zip, zip, zip. Yeah, definitely could do stuff. Because you can't do that with nitro. It'd just be yeah. you need to get that run up, you need to keep the revs up, all that type of stuff. All right. But good question. Uh maybe they do electric when they do an electric early race, they'll keep that in mind and make it more timing. So this was a good question. I knew it was going to take a few minutes, but it's from Connie Svincent. And he says, rank the top five drivers. Based on ROI, return of investment for manufacturers. And based on the perceived increase in sales, sorry, they generate divided by their salary. As we don't have those numbers, you have to guesstimate. It's not just about who might be the best ambassador, but also what they pay for them. So that's a hard question. Who is the best ROI? Um, yeah, I think uh, uh, Ronifolk,
1: Drake, um, uh, but uh, <clears throat> Tebow. yeah, Tibo. Yeah, Tibo, and probably fifth would be. Rifkin.
0: I gotta go with May. I gotta
1: go with Mayfield,
0: though. He. Yeah, wins I would throw much. Mayfield and Rifkin, even though, even though Mayfield doesn't do any of the social media stuff. Yeah, but Mayfield is Mayfield is still in there because he wins so
1: much. Right.
0: Right. And I would have to add Fe, I would have to say that even Fend and Rivkin bring a yeah, lot to the board.
1: Yeah. Fend and Fend and Rivkin. Fend is actually more important than Rivkin because Fend has been for TLR forever yes. and and like he's known to be that guy. Like the green, the orange car from TLR that wins everything. Mm-hmm. Rivkin, yes, he's he's has very good success, but he's he's never been sort of um that star boy of it. AE like Fend was he was the star boy of AE but
0: not like Fend. I would agree there um so I look at it like this what driver can you put a man on his back and carry it and there's only a few drivers I can think I I definitely you you can see what Ronald Fox doing with Mayaka. it's it's only a year in he's doing very well with it not only did he He's growing it in Scandinavia. He's he took the bull by the horns. Like he's not just, oh, hey, just pay me. I'm a driver. He's putting in work <clears throat> to build that community and all that type of stuff. So I give him a lot of credit for that. I don't think anybody else could have done that. He has the right attitude towards that. People are like, oh, you're always swinging off, run of fox nuts. But I just happen to know the guy and like the guy's truly professional. Like, you know, it's not very seen in our sport. Uh Drake, like the Drake, the clout that Drake carries, carries over to uh, the car or the company that he supports so i think he's probably number one even though he's not really not for his racing but just for him and his his uh his influence that he's gained um i think an, another person that we might overlook is actually cole ogden is actually a, a good ambassador i think because a lot of people like him and you know yeah. he's he kind of gets along He's like the people's champion So a lot of people like that But yeah, it's a hard thing To know numbers and actual numbers It's hard But um, yeah, I think
1: Coles His reach is only America Yeah I think Whereas yeah, David's I think Tebow- reach is everywhere Tebow is everywhere mm-hmm. um, So yeah.
0: I have this theory Like so Tebow gave up 10 scale Right? To be at home But, yeah. but to make up for 10 scale He had to hustle more on the Product side of things You know what I mean, which allows him to still be him I'm wondering If That's going to be Mayfield Because now it's a lot of Ryan Mayfield stuff I mean, I even saw some Traxxas shocks That are RMT. So is Mayfield Going to, I mean, he's still fast He doesn't have to, but at some point he has to Transition into a Social media type of vibe At some point At some point, if he still you know So I did see they released a new shirt for Mayfield. No excuse or no, no apologies. So uh, they're really embracing this, this new yeah. image. I like it. Um, Probably
1: that's why they got hooks in.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe looks to say, like, hey, let's embrace this. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who else we can say. I, I, I would say Renault Savoya, too, maybe. Like in France, I'm sure he's good and a good ROI right now because he's. Working in the industry yeah. But <clears throat> man It's a lot of guys out there that probably aren't getting an ROI you know what I mean yeah. So we're gonna See we're gonna talk about that in a little bit But yeah I think that's all our questions We have thank you everybody For sending in all of the BTRC questions thank you BTRC for your Continued support we greatly appreciate it uh, We can't do it without BTRC Remember everybody we have an affiliate link that you Can check uh, check it out and show us some love man show uh btrc some love show us some love it definitely helps us out and uh, with that said we're going to move into this next little segment that i have and it's about rumors and sightings i guess we can say some of the things that's been floating by my ear and some of the things i've kind of noticed since i got back and that's brought to you by tzo tires for those of you that are listening This is an ad. It's just got music. It doesn't have any words. And it's also brought to you by TNR Fuels. So with that said, let's get cracking onto the rumor section. off so quick i need nick needs to get a better video we're going to talk to him i'll get a battle better video up but thank you to tza 200 tires for all that continued support also a big shout out to chris nelson and his family at tnr fuels because here at the nnrc we are all about that glory and that glory is nitro tnr fuels is the hottest nitro fuel on the market Owned and operated by chris nelson and his family made by racers for racers tnr fuels currently available throughout the usa i believe it's available in europe as well for more information to support the company. Purchase some fuel, get it into your local hobby shops, visit www.tnrfuels.com or contact Chris Nelson directly at his email, chris at tnrfuels.com or find them on House of RC, Facebook, shoot him a message, he will get back to you. But thank you to these awesome companies for their continued support and we greatly appreciate it. So, Max, I kind of was away from everything while I was out in the UK and I was focused on that and I missed a few things and also we was on break. So I missed a few things and I noticed that so when I'm going to look at the entries, there's no Seth Van Dalen or Tyler Jones on the entry list. And then I, I made a post about it innocently because I didn't know that they had made a post about it. And then they came on and said, uh, yeah, they said a while ago that they weren't going. And so then I had a couple of people messaging me after that. And yeah, I think, um, it's very strange that they're not going, but I kind of also understand probably why Techno isn't taking them. Uh, it's going to cost a lot of money. They're taking Wiggins. They're taking Tebow, and they got Baruffalo. And I, and I think Baruffolo and Tebow are the two best chances. I'm not saying that Wiggins can't do well, you know. I'm not saying that, but I think Wiggins has got the experience there, and he went out to the, the warm-ups. I think he's there to help out. I shouldn't say help out, but you know what I mean? He's there for his, 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 his setup skills and all that stuff. But it is weird not seeing Jones or Seth Van Dam at the at the worlds. I know Seth went to the 2018 worlds as a privateer. I believe Jones has never been to a worlds. I don't think. And I think the writing is kind of on the wall, mostly for Jones at techno. I think he's out at the end of the year. Um, He's at the 10-scale Nationals doing stock as well, so maybe he's, he's looking to get back where he's going to do 10-scale and 8-scale. But I have to say this, and I like Tyler Jones, and I like Dad. I have to say this. He, he did not set the world on fire at Techno, You know what I mean? He had glimmers of brilliance. We thought he was going to make it, but it seems like he just hasn't repeated that form from PMB. Maybe running 10-scale is going to help him get back to that form or whatever. But I, I definitely... I will be very surprised if I see Jones at Techno next year. I would be surprised if Seth at Techno next year. Remember honest. last year, we
1: were so sure it was uh, Born Horse and Seth. No, Seth that was going to go. Yeah. And then yeah. after the uh, Born Horse win. Are we going to see the... I, I think we, these two are going to stay.
0: But Really? The, I think I Jones don't, is up. I think his contract's up, and I think he's done. Okay. Jones I Jones Seth still out, has a contract, think, though.
1: I think set's still staying. But to me, it's just, uh, yeah. To me, it's very odd how Techno does their team. Like, they don't send them to some places.
0: Well, I mean, they send them to all these races, but I think this comes to ROI, too. You know what I mean? Like, they probably said, all right, we got to send, like, this world isn't cheap. We got to send a team over there. We got to go over there. What do we do? I mean, I just think it's, I like Jones. I think he's gonna to have to go. So he's gotta find out, he's gotta find what went missing in the last two years to add to his program to get back to where he was, I think. And maybe yeah. that's 10 scale, you know. So we shall see. Uh and and Seth, I don't know what's gonna happen with Seth on that t- on that. T- I know he would be upset, and I know they're both upset about not going to the worlds. But I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen with Seth Van Dalen. Or maybe it's like Techno's like, all right, well, these are these two guys, like Wiggins is the like Wiggins is kind of irreplaceable for them, I think, in yeah. a certain way. And then obviously they have Boo Rufalo, who I think will make the main. I think Tebow can make the main at the Worlds, too. But definitely strange. Yeah. Also, um, I'm gonna be the first to say it. I might be wrong, but I think Rifkins done at JC. Uh yeah. I saw that post that he made a couple of weeks ago after the which race was the wiki weekend, and he was. He, he, if uh, one thing I've noticed about Rivkin is he's, I think he's frustrated. I think he's very yeah. frustrated as a racer. Um, I think he got embroiled in that TLR Fen thing at the beginning of the year, which carried on from the year before. Then the Brock thing as well, which I think has got more heated. But he's been yeah. very open, he's been very in his, you know, in his, in his, in his race reports about rough driving. And then, you know, in his interviews, his you know, he's like, you know, even like even some of the races, he said, yeah, I went to this race and it was a complete joke or whatever. And I'm just like, Woof, you know, and then yeah. I saw that post about, yeah, I need a pit crew, someone to change tires. And he just took a picture of all his tires unglued. And I was just like, that yeah. isn't going to go over well. Um, I think he's, I think he's frustrated. I think he wants results. I think he's put a lot of pressure on himself. Like he is the number one AE guy, you know. Yeah. And I think he's just put. He's got like Aiden Horn and Cole Toller chipping away at you in ten scale, which is like which was his bread and butter. But I, I just don't see. I don't know what's going to be Rivkin's future. He just seems very. I could be wrong. He seems frustrated right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean. But then, what power does he run if he leaves JC and still runs? I mean, uh, AE? I don't so know. No, I, I mean, it just
0: seems like there's everything some friction else
1: there. Is, everything else is owned by Horizon.
0: I know. Maybe, maybe I would not be surprised. See, I, I would be surprised because they're kind of maybe they're not as much enemies anymore fanned in him but i wouldn't be surprised to see rivkin at tlr at some point yeah well why would you think he'd be down a day he gets everything he wants but there's other people coming there you know you, you he's not probably getting the, the ae because ae has a shit ton of people in the back waiting you know what i mean that's why if you really look about yeah, it, but
1: it's not even that much it's just horn and yeah, lot uh, of them fast alert. kids
0: in the UK coming up and Marcus Carap, all them guys in Europe coming up, you know. Um yeah, in, you, in got, you got Ongaro still side. over there doing well. Yeah,
1: 10-scale side, yes, but he's still the yes. number one driver in America. Yes. So and in eight scale, he gets to do whatever he wants because Ongaro doesn't get to decide a lot. Because he tests with like the designer and uh they test with Rivkin right, and right. uh with uh with um he does seem frustrated yeah
0: yeah and his posts his posts reverberate that that's all and and then i just know like i know like after the the philippine incident when the tire burning happened that was like the nail in the coffin and i just know like i know that ronald i know ronald runs a tight ship and he's not gonna be happy with that type of talk you know what i mean which yeah it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I don't know what happens to Rivkin, but it's so but look at JC's got so much competition. Like everywhere he looks, it's competition. Competition for yeah. days on the JC team. So I could be wrong, but it just seems he just seems very frustrated at things. Like and it's certain like it's I don't mind. I want these guys to show their feelings and I want them to be uh like this. So for me, it's not a big issue. But Something's up there, where there's smoke, there's fire I think there's going to be a very Very interesting Silly season, Max I yeah, think uh, yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of drivers Leave established brands this year Like yeah. I, I Think we're going to see a lot of movement And I think it doesn't matter What the Worlds does, you can win the Worlds Whatever, I think these, these moves are Already in, in play You know what I mean? So we shall see. We shall see. That's all I have for rumors and sightings lately. Uh, that's just kind of what's been on my radar lately. You know what's hard now that I, you know, that I had the new Facebook? I'm not in a lot of these groups where I used to be. So I miss out on a lot of things. So I do appreciate people sending me news. But I definitely think Jones out of techno. I don't know where he goes. Um, not sure what's that, but I think the question to ask is what is the ROI on these guys? Like, what do they bring back? You know what I mean? Are they, they yeah. this is a, this is an industry where, this is an industry where your driver, it's results based. Results mm-hmm. generate your, your, your money that you make at the end of the day and all that type of stuff. So it's hard, but it's rough, rough. But these guys are in a position that many, many young drivers have been in before, like the, on the cusp of, you know, they're probably a paid driver or getting a salary. Of some sort, but it's like they're also on the cusp of like, I gotta live a real life. You know what I mean? As well. Yeah. It's so like, where do you go from there? This, I've seen many a, a good young RC driver get to this, this fork in the road, I like to say, and they, they have to kind of just go to where they're gonna make money. I'm not saying that's the case for Jones. I think he still has a career, but uh, I just don't. I think, yeah, it's pressure, dude. Pressure. Like, it's a lot of pressure. People don't understand It's a lot of pressure Like when your livelihood Depends on this stuff It's fucking pressure Like sorry to say that But it is So I can see that And I think Rivkin's Suffering from that a little bit I think because also With Rivkin He had it He he gained a lot of He got two world championships He got a world championship young He got a lot of things young And it's now like Yeah Like this is the grind now You got to grind it out You're still one of the top drivers In the world But you just got to grind it out You got to find that missing piece of the equation all right max one last subject and then we're going to go in we're going to run off this real quick it's something i want to do i'm going to start doing it anyway in written form and it's something i wanted to kind of do it's brought to you by lugs racing tires who have over 55 years of combined racing experience they've been testing treads wheels and rubber for performance they have their econ line of tires developed with racing budgets in mind high quality but lower cost with savings passed on to you the consumer they have their premium line of tires that are pure performance. They are using their Lugs custom molds and proprietary rubber compounds. All tires are available medium soft, super soft, mega soft, and long wear. You can visit www.lugsrace.com. You can save up to twenty five percent with the promo code NNRC Lugs. Thank you for the support. All right, Max. So we talk about this world's world being the most epic worlds coming up. We have well, I say we have about two more podcasts before we do get there. So I wanted to take two things I wanted to talk about because I forgot about one thing. Uh, we still haven't seen the track. I talked to Baldo today because I wanted to get the the uh, logo, and he was telling me about Chris. He was a little p- pissed off at Chris Sarkis. For, someone got some spy shots on the track, and Chris put them up. Yeah, I missed them. I did miss them. I didn't see them at all. I did the day that I broke my laptop, so I was pretty busy. I'm so excited to see what this track looks like. I really am. Uh, I'm so excited. But anyway, I thought we'd take a look at Team Kyoto and a couple other drivers this week. And we're just going to talk about it like less than a minute on each driver. So we have, yeah. I would say we have Ryan Lutz, Renault Savoia and Yao Figueiredo for Team Kyosho going to this world.
1: Polito, maybe. If you Polito,
0: yeah, maybe. I forgot about him. I, I don't know if he's going to be a factor. He hasn't been racing much. so. But He's been racing in Italy. Yeah, but he, had, he didn't do the Euros, and he didn't do yeah. he didn't do the warm-up, I don't think. He did. I think Yal Figueiredo can make the main. I think Lutz can make the main, too, if he drives like a Wicked Weekend and have issues. Unfortunately for Renault Savoya, I don't see him making the main. I don't even know if I see Renault in the, in the semis,
1: to be honest. Did he make the main at the Euros? I don't
0: think he did. I would probably want to know that, but uh, we would have to go look that up. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Yeah. So, I think, Kaiosho, I think Ryan Lutz can make the main. I, I think if y'all slurs down a little bit, he can make it because he's just so punched. Yeah, Ba-da. I think
1: Yaw and, and Lutz are the strongest ones going into the race. Um, Savoya and Polito would be probably the next two, obviously. Um, but yeah, those guys all have a chance and of being the semis, but the top two I think have a chance of being the main. And uh, I don't, yeah, I, wouldn't I, be I don't feel that any to... of them can
0: win it though. I'll be honest
1: with you. No, no, lots, lots. I would be, I, I would be, be very happy see, if he did. Yeah, I would be so, su- I wouldn't be surprised to see lots top five, but that would okay. be a good result for him.
0: Okay, that goes on to the Kyosha's biggest rival, team Mugen Siki. So we have. It looks like we're going to have Ryan Mayfield from America and then Robert Baddier and the Killick brothers from Europe. I think that's going to be the whole Mugen team right there. Yeah, I see all four of those guys in the main, <laughs> to be
1: honest. Yeah, so Mugen sort of sneakily got um, a great team, whereas they already had Mayfield and Robert, and both are very strong. Both are most likely going to make the mains, so and Mayfield's one of the most likely ones to win. And then Kilic brothers coming up this year massively made their World up uh, main, both of them, and in the Euros, uh, Berkan was in the main. Burak had issues in the semi, but he TQ'd
0: the whole race. <laughs> and he, no, that's, he was very fast in qualifying. Yeah, that's, Burak was extremely yeah. fast. So yeah, um, yeah, I love the Kilic brothers. I'm looking forward to meeting them. I like Robert. I can Robert pull off an upset him in, You think?
1: No, I don't think it's enough. His speed is okay at this track, but it's just not enough, I think.
0: How about either the the uh, Top three, win for them. I think top three is feasible.
1: Yeah, I think top three for Burak would be feasible, but I think uh, most likely most likely they will make the main and be somewhere fifth to tenth. Somewhere there. Yeah. Both of
0: uh... them. And Mayfield, like, I have no surprise that he can win this. Like, he's one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, he's one of my picks for top three. definitely. Okay. um, We should probably do one more team and then get out of here. Let's do Team HP. I think this is going to be All-American. I think... Uh, well, I think
1: Musso is still HP. Yeah, Musso, HB sorry. HB he's still,
0: and then Poulsen will be there. But I don't think... Yeah. I, I like Musso and I like Poulsen, but I don't think on the only level of, like, Fuller, Bronson. I think Fuller, Bronson... I think Fuller Bronson is Bronson going, but if he is, I think Fuller Bronson Ogden and Pavitas are all in the semis. I, don't I think, think Musa full- is better than Brunson. Really? So you have him in the semis? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll put him in but the semis. I don't, I don't. I don't have.
1: I don't have Musa or Brunson in the semis. So.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Well, I have I, I have. I have. I have Cole in the quarters. And, wow! Uh, wow! Have, uh, Fuller straight into the
0: semis. I have Cole into the final. And I have Fuller into the final in the semifinals. Okay. I have you I, th-
1: I I have a call from qualifying to quarters and bump up to semi and uh Okay. Fuller I have straight to semi and then perhaps he makes the
0: main.
1: Semis? No, I don't think. I don't think it's enough. I think hot water. race
0: though. Hot race, he would be on the good tires. He'll be in a good,
1: good Yeah, tires. but so will everyone else. Everyone else will be running hot race except for Americans.
0: I think they. I think they will eventually. Uh, I think yeah. that Cole makes the main, and I think that comes from the previous experience that he's had when he was over the with David. That's what I think.
1: Okay, maybe, but the track is big. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be very tough. Yeah, you can't uh, have a mental
0: implosion on this track. It's going to cost you big time.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's, yeah, Worlds is different. I don't think Cole has ever made the main at the
0: world. Mm-hmm. I
1: and I, I have Cole no, so.
0: I have full faith yeah. in Mason Fuller. I think he can make it. Um, but if he doesn't make the, fa- if he doesn't make the final this year, it's not the end. It's, it's not a <laughs> like, loss.
1: I can, like, I don't even see a scenario where there's no HBs in the semis being impossible. Which is crazy to say. <laughs> no HPs in the semis. I I see that possible, but I don't see it likely.
0: No, I don't. But think I see it's that likely.
1: being possible. I it, think it like possible. the likely scenario is there's two HBs in the semi.
0: I I think that's more of a likely scenario. I yeah. think Pavitas can make the semis though. I think he can.
1: No, I don't. I don't think so.
0: Wow, Max, you're you're being brutal this week. You're being but that's that's your opinion, and that's what it is. It's about no, but the, the level like. Like all right, we, we just, know what just
1: watch just watch the world's warm-up sort of starting list and then add the Americans
0: to that. And all right, and, so let's do yeah. a tricky one and then we'll wrap it up. Team X-ray.
1: Yeah, so they actually have a very, very strong team. But so they have Baldo, they have David, uh David. Um they have both uh, baldos Testman. Yeah, well the Yeah, but I don't see both making the main. I see Oscar making the main. Um so Oscar Baldo, Ty Tesman, Bruno Coelho. Um I think all of them three... does Mondero no, drive for them? Yes. Mondero drives for them. Oh my god, there's so many people who drive for them for. Like
0: Skidmores So many people. But... I, I i I will I think one of the Skidmores makes the semis.
1: Yeah, I think one of the skid most makes the semis. Maybe uh Mondeiro or someone like this, but most likely not. But Tae Coelho in three, the final.
0: You have them in the final.
1: Tae Coelho and Oscar Valdo, and I think any one of those three, I wouldn't be surprised to see a win.
0: I I you know what? After watching Oscar at <laughs> at the warm-ups, I won't be surprised either. Yeah. But if they change the track a complete a lot, a lot, a lot. Mm, maybe so, but Coelho and Ty, maybe. i wouldn't. Yes,
1: but I think Oscar is uh, still very fast okay. on this track because he knows it, and and he is actually quite fast driver. But
0: okay.
1: I I don't see him winning realistically. But I I wouldn't be surprised to see him win.
0: Okay, I I I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I think that's it. We're gonna do more teams. For today, we'll save some for next week and then the following week. All right, Max, I think that's it for us this weekend. Uh, thank you for your time, I greatly appreciate it. And your girlfriend, Simon, is just sitting there patiently waiting for you to <laughs> stop geeking out over RC. But Tyler, RC is life. If you've married an RC man, this is what, Well, not married, you've gotten involved with an RC man, this is what happens, yeah. especially when you're smart like you and arrogant. But uh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you to Mark Moon for his time as well. Remember, guys, if you're looking for a good race to go to uh, after the Worlds in September, check it out. It's going to be under roof, guaranteed race. I think it's going to be fun. Good luck to everybody at the 10 Scale Nationals. Hopefully, we get some action on and off the track. It will be great. I would love to see that. I know people like, you're just want just drama. I said, no, I want good racing, but I want drama too. And um, Max, we're going to be seeing each other shortly here in Spain, so that's going to be good.
1: Yeah, it's not long.
0: Two not weeks. long at all. Yeah, two weeks, roughly. Shout out to all the NNRC squad around the world. We can't do it without you guys. Thank you for all the continued support. Uh, thank you for downloading. And remember to continue to download. If you ain't sub to our, like, if you ain't sub to our, let's help. Look, let's get the YouTube channel up to 3K. We're, we're not too far away, about 400 subs le- left. Let's get there. 300 subs. Let's get there. So please, if you can go to the YouTube channel, hit that like, that sub button, leave a comment. If you listen to us on the audio side of things, please, sure. Also, leave comments. It helps get us on the algorithm. We need comments. Even if you say it's shit, like, just comment. You know, just get go us knock to your,
1: Go knock to your neighbor's house and say you need to subscribe to NNRC Podcast. Yeah, say, so, hey,
0: boom. This is the NNRC yeah. Podcast. Subscribe. Subscribe, yeah. subscribe, subscribe.
1: Go to the store and yell in the front of the store that subscribe to NNRC Podcast. If
0: you do a video of doing that, I will send you a T-shirt. And stickers
1: <laughs> But he has to do it more Than just yelling it once He has to be like a 30 second I video Go to it. the
0: NNRC podcast on YouTube And give him a sub <laughs> button And I'll win a t-shirt
1: And it, There needs to be people walking by too Yes, like we need a people front, walking like a Walmart, by looking at you. Like a Walmart or something where there's Yes, this people isn't like by. We
0: need this to be a populated area You need to be <laughs> like Or carry a sign saying sign up to the NNRC Look up Check yeah. NNRC podcast <laughs> On on YouTube If somebody <laughs> yeah, does that yeah. I will give you a t-shirt yeah. If I have your size yeah. And some stickers Or well, I have another cool Something that I could give To you later Alright uh, Thank you to all of the uh, Patrons of the podcast We greatly appreciate Your support We can't do without you If you wish to be a patron You can join You can do that uh, On the written link In the description You guys get early release Of this podcast Also Thank you to the awesome Sponsors of this podcast I am looking for some companies To finish off my budget for the world, if you're a smaller company, you wanna donate help and wanna get put on that. I have to next week to get that, and then you get put on the sponsor list for all the work that we do. Hit me up. I'm looking for some extra help. You know, I'm trying to hopefully get these these trips where I don't spend any money on it, like where it's all paid for. So I'm hoping that I could get this done like that. Hopefully. But uh, thank you to all the awesome sponsors. They are Invisible Speed, TZO 200 Tires, TNR Fuels. Beach RC, High Tech RC, Maiaco, Techno RC, Papa Willy's Traction Tonic, G Spec RC Tuning, Sun Pedal USA, Racecraft USA, Clinic RC, RCGP, House of RC. Uh, shout out to JTP, the JTP RC, David Ronafalk Shop, my boy Alexander Hagberg, and uh, yeah, thank you to all those companies for their support. You can show them some love. With the links in the written description. Max, it was good chatting to you. I'll let you go, Uh get some sun. <laughs>
1: yeah, I will try. Don't, let, let's
0: let's make it. A, it's going to be hot in Spain too. So let's it's not, not going to be
1: that hot. It's, it's like going to be summer. hot.
0: Let's not have a repeat of the warm up where you go to the hospital. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get I'm you used to the hot. sun now.
1: It's hot as fuck here. It's like very, very very <laughs>
0: it's, it's like seventy degrees and it's hot for you. No,
1: it's hot as fuck. Actually, like it's,
0: it's actually all awesome. right, i I can see that like that eighty degrees that you're sitting in right now is really bothering you, so anyway, you know what max With no it's, said, it's
1: it's at least a hundred
0: <laughs> you think it's a hundred it's not really hundred i don't 100. know
1: what is, what is ninety in in actual temperature measures thirty eight forty no, it can't be that much seventy is like twenty right yeah, I'm
0: telling you it's like thirty eight forty thirty eight forty anyway, enough about weather. I'll see you in a few weeks. It's going to be actual hot there. Make sure to bring your suntan lotion and your big hat because we ain't having you pass out. You know what? With that said, Nitro's the glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. Lefty, Max, we're out. We enjoyed it. We had fun. See you guys next week. We're looking forward to your questions. All that good stuff. I'm doing this because I'm unprepared and didn't have my intro, outro up. With that said, <laughs> Lefty and Max are out. Goodbye, guys.